0: What the fuck is up, goons? It is episode 31, Notes of a Goon. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. Uh, look, you gotta go leave a review for the show on iTunes. People are leaving. Somebody docked us a star because I corrected my stalwart producer, Mike Harrington's uh, bad descriptions of the show, where it said, uh, back at again. Somebody said, that'll cost you a star. Because. And gave us a four-star review. So they liked it. It was a five-star show to them when it was back at again. Yeah. You know something, I may have misjudged your incompetence, Mike. Oh, well, maybe I know something you don't know. That's you're you you're, know? you know you're back at again. Just trust your producer, doggy. Mm. Hmm. Uh, Mike, I got to talk to you about something. Um, What's that? So <sighs> I kind of started this podcast a, lot, a little bit to vent. In the earlier episodes, I was venting more, and it's kind of just kind of, it, it has kind of uh, devolved into me getting drunk and yelling, which has always been a way for me to avoid my problems. Sure. Uh, as you well know, that is my chief form of uh, misdirection. If if you're always drunk and yelling, people assume that's your main mental issue, mm-hmm. is drinking and yelling. Right. Which uh, you know as my friend for, what, four years now? Yeah. Uh, I have severely deeper issues than oh, yeah. the fact that I like to get drunk, because if I'm getting, if I'm drunk and yelling, I'm mostly happy. Yeah, I mean,
1: I I saw it for the like one of the first times this weekend. You know, other people not really being used to uh, drunk and yelling. Oh, Brooklyn.
0: Oh, we were playing cards, right?
1: Were was, were people getting upset? They weren't getting upset. It was just some energy they weren't really used to, and I was like, no, Wait, no, no, so, no,
0: That's it's, well. At one point, we were hanging out with Paco, who's gotten used to me a little bit in the yeah. last couple of weeks, uh, and we we're playing cards. Uh-huh. There's about ten people at the table. And Paco said something atrocious to some girl who was sitting there. Atrocious? It was, I don't remember what it was, but it was definitely offhanded and a terrible joke and, like, lame. And I was laughing at him for bombing. Right. And this girl goes, "Uh, uh, if he's laughing, you got a problem. And I just, like, I was like, I don't need to know who this dumb bitch is, so I'm not going to correct her. (laughs) Because I was on her, that laugh was to hurt Paco's feelings because I was on her side. Cause he like let out some, it was like a misogynistic joke, but he didn't commit. Okay. And it just fell flat. And I laughed at him falling flat, which you were doing something or you would have noted, you would have caught it and been like, no, 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 you don't understand. Oh, a hundred percent. This is an insult to that joke. Mm -hmm. She just didn't get it. And I'm like, I don't really need to correct this lady. And I never do. And I never will correct an idiot.
2: Sure. That vote comes at the same time Tampa's police union. Oh,
0: my God. What is happening with Tampa's State police union? Life- we'll get right. to that in a minute. I don't know. It just started
1: playing by itself. Sorry about that.
0: It's all good. But um, I feel like I, I was fine in that. We were hanging out in a rich guy's penthouse getting drunk. Sure. Playing cards. Very low stakes card game, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I was bringing hyper. I knew most of the people there. I wasn't uh, bringing hyper aggressive energy. No. And uh, I think it was fine. Yeah. No, I mean, I think you did all right. I think it was just a matter of you being drunk and yelling. I had already been drunk when I got there, which was before you got there. Right. And then when I I got there and, like, you and Paco weren't there, and I I showed up with some people I'm friendly with, but when I got there and you and Paco weren't there, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to start drinking. Because I can't be indoors with people I don't really know that well. Sure, especially in a pandemic.
1: Oh, yeah. It got, right it got, yeah,
0: it got me nervous, so mm-hmm. I had to start pounding beers. I bought an 18-pack of Bud Lights and forgot that we live in a White Claw age and nobody drinks Bud Lights. So, I drank a lot of Bud Lights that night. I mean, they were people wanted those Bud Lights by the end of the night. Good, I'm, I left most of them there. I, did, I put a dent in them.
1: So, I mean, I think your actual quote was, yeah, I brought an 18-pack. I'm not going to drink 18 Bud Lights. I might drink 14 or 15 Bud Lights.
0: I think I drank... <laughs> That was a joke. I probably did drink nine or ten Bud Lights, and some whiskey, mm. and some nose beers. <laughs> but anyway, uh, why I brought this all up was largely this show was started to uh, for me to kind of work through some issues. Sure, uh, we haven't really gotten to that. We keep getting sidetracked by the pandemic, mm-hmm. the election, Adam mm-hmm. Waffen. DMX, Pet Detective, various things keep uh, uh, just they just, they just keep throwing us aside, and uh, um, we don't get to it. So I decided to start teletherapy. Uh, which we had a we had a couple of reads on High Society last month, <sighs> which is text therapy, where you text, you text a, a lady. Uh, In this case, uh, a fairly cute Asian lady. It
1: shows you her picture?
0: Yeah. Okay. And then I obviously looked her up online. Obviously. Uh, They're like, they've matched you with a counselor. So basically what it was was I was kind of just like, so many people, particularly around here at GAS, have told me that therapy is helpful. Sure. Uh, Women in my life, lots of people. And uh, I've constructed a life for myself, Mike. Uh, which I'm sure you're aware, uh, in which I don't really have to be a grown-up. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I'm the same way. Um, But I'm getting to an age where I'm trying to kind of do some stuff that requires some uh, uh, grown-up... Like, I'm doing a lot of paperwork for my sole prop corporation, and I'm trying to buy a house rental property. It's a lot of paperwork, which I've spent my entire life building a life Where I don't, like, let's put it this way. I own four businesses. Okay. Right? Uh, They were all done with cash deals. Uh, uh, Very loose contracts that are, you know, fine. Uh, People I trust. Okay. Um, Guys I've known for years. Just very trust. Trust is the main issue. So I was just, but now I'm trying to do this other stuff. I'm trying to do my own kind of thing. And I need something i need and i just can't focus on fucking anything and i don't know if it's adhd or it's just like you know half my family is fucking crazy hoarders which i feel like i've talked about uh so i just was like all right i got to i got to i got to do something and i just like all right i'm going to do this teletherapy right and uh so this lady uh I, I i just literally put i was like i don't know i've been researching add and like depression uh and i think maybe i have a dopamine deficiency cuz i don't want I could get stimulants. So I don't want, if I, if I say I have ADHD, I don't want a prescription for stimulants. What do you want? Something else that will not be stimulants. Mm. I could just get stimulants. I just gave you two Adderall. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, it's like, I. so here's the thing with something like Adderall, right? Adderall is great for cleaning your house and outlining tasks what it's really bad for is uh any sort of uh entertaining or creative thought while completing those tasks and i am terrified that i'll just be like zone in and my house will be immaculate and i'll be really good at like super smash brothers but i will not have said something funny in weeks okay i mean what's would that be any different fuck th- you mike <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm nervous about that it, <coughs> aspect of shit. So I reach out, and this lady goes, "What would you? Well, tell me some more." And I was like, "Well, what do you mean?" She was like, "Well, why are you here?" So I go, "Well, I suppose I should talk about all of the issues that I have in this in this next text." So I uh I sent a, a, a very long. Uh, meandering thing. And uh, the only response I got was, uh, you're not having suicidal thoughts now, are you? (laughs) Now, I'm not going to go into the body of what I said, but it spanned several decades. Uh, And then the response was, you're not having suicidal thoughts now, to which I replied, um, no. And then 12 hours of silence. (laughs) And then... Maybe we should schedule a call to see if we're the right fit. I'm like, yo, this teletherapist is breaking up with me by phone already? Damn, B. You got fired? I'm getting fired. I, so I suppose teletherapy isn't going to work for me. Um, cause, uh, I think I scared off this therapist. My insurance, uh, has therapists. Okay. Uh, they are all booked up because of COVID. That'll happen, uh, and, and uh, none of them are taking new patients. Mm. Um, or at least not in my area. Uh, and I don't know. I guess
1: I'll just keep drinking and yelling. I am frantically searching through a um, through Instagram because I keep getting an Instagram ad for this like this random company that does. It's like. This kid is on there, and he's like, yeah, I was on you know, Adderall for my entire 20s, and then I found blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do anything about this. But it seems like you want to. Yeah. I feel like I need to, Mike. So I want to find out what this new company is and, and try to pitch them.
0: Oh, uh, a drug? I think it's a drug. If it's not a drug, I'm less interested. I'll be honest. Right? Like, I would talk to the therapist, but it's really just give me something to try that isn't Adderall. Sure. You know, that's what—that's where I was getting to. I'm trying to be like, look, I'll text you, lady, um, but uh, uh, you're not going to get much out of me other than I need something that isn't Adderall to try to fix some of these problems. Mm. Beer is vaguely helpful. Adderall will get me to clean my house, but I need kind of an all-in-one pill. Maybe I should just start speedballing every morning, Mike. I mean... Yeah, it would certainly take the edge off the Adderall. I mean, no, if I just did a mixture of cocaine and heroin first thing in the morning, every morning. No. I think it, it seems pretty well balanced. Just like a fat rail. Maybe I just do brown brown, just gunpowder and heroin. Maybe that'd be better. I mean, yeah, for sure. You start doing that. If I just start waking up every morning and just sh- snorting lines of brown brown. You're good. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. You're a, you're essentially a child soldier at that point. And those guys don't have any ADD. It's very funny. Everybody saw that stupid movie, Lord of War, which it's is a bad not, movie.
1: That's not stupid. Not you a bad like
0: movie. that movie. That movie rocks. Jared Leto made Belarus out of cocaine. You know what really bugs me about that movie is that none of those people from Brighton Beach have Russian accents, and it just t- it takes me so out of the movie that I can't enjoy it. This is your same problem with John Wick too. I, I'm
1: telling you, this is... these. Are the- he took a path train uptown. <laughs> yes. First of all, how,
0: red- how preposterous I mean, is that?
1: Motherfucker, there's only 8 million people in New York. There's fucking 7 billion in the world who might watch this movie and enjoy it.
0: Just- I'm, I'm just saying... it's it, The fact that... W- look. None of them had Brooklyn accents. There was and- a beauty pageant... On the boardwalk, in a shitty immigrant community in the '90s, in that movie, can we talk about that? Sure. It the movie makes no fucking whatever. So then they're snorting. I met some people. I was hanging out with some people, and like you know the kind of people who are always talking about the thing they just did. Not podcasters, regular people. (laughs) Sure. Um. and like you know, they're just like, yeah, we did that. We did brown brown tonight. And I was just like, who cares? You snorted gunpowder. You're just an idiot.
1: I mean, I don't know. I, I I think I would stop at like, oh, so you're just bragging
0: about snorting heroin? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is like, are you just bragging about snorting heroin? Because people in this room snort heroin. Like, not the I'm saying in the past tense. Okay. The room I was in at that moment. Oh, Se- well, yeah. So if you're, well, no, if you're going into a room of Well, I no- mean, do people in this room have snorted heroin. And I'm the only person in this <laughs> room. Um, I'm just saying if you're going into a room. Uh-huh. with people who you know have tried heroin before, I think that's the thing is like it's a weird thing when I was at, I remember I was at an open mic when I first started doing stand up and this kid was like talking about fucking hookers. He was like, "Have you ever had sex with a sex worker, sir?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was just like trying to get a rise out of me. I was like, why are you doing crowd work here? At an open mic. At an open mic. Mm. It was just like, he was, uh, he was like, have you ever had sex with a sex? I was just like, yes. Why, like, it's a weird, you don't know what he, like, this isn't like a crowd of people trying to have, it's like, just like, stop trying to brag to people about a thing that you don't know whether or not they've done it or not. Okay, I mean, if you're in a room full of like a bunch of dudes, right? That are large. You don't start talking about how much you can bench. If right. you're in a room, like the gauge the room you're in and the people you're asking questions. Yeah, I wouldn't go to you if I was like, well, I don't know what, but... Even the brown
1: brown thing. Oh. First of all, okay, pause. Uh-huh. He's in a room full of people who he knows have It was a girl. Okay, it was a girl. Who kept well, talking about this. Well, I mean, that should, that should tell you everything you need to know.
0: It kind of does. Right. I'm I mean, get, I, But here's the thing. Maybe I don't know everything about women I'm getting broken up with from a female teletherapist via text. Well, I mean. I'm really glad I never had to do online dating. I'm going to tell you that right now because clearly I wouldn't be good at it.
1: So that sounds like more like a you thought you knew everything about therapy. You know what I mean? Like where this person is like, tell me what's really bothering you. And it's like I just threw it all out there. You're the one person I'm supposed to be telling this to. So, so here sure. you go. Here's yeah.
0: here's here's a here's the thing. It's not here's nothing, the- nothing is something I haven't said on a podcast before. Literally nothing that was in that text. But here's I forget 15- that I've been podcasting for fucking ten to fifteen years. <laughs> in so lieu like, of therapy. Yeah. Here's a decade of drunken ramblings condensed into also with obsessive compulsive hypochondriac hypochondriac researching of things right oh yeah here's
1: uh here's 15 years of me avoiding therapy here, in one yeah. text message here, no
0: here's here's uh uh me leaving therapy after three sessions when i'm 13 from then to now plus uh i've been diagnosed with migraine disorders and here's some, here's some causes for that that could also lead into these other things so i've been reading about this g- like genuinely little bit here and there all these disorders for fucking 20 something years uh just give. They haven't. Is there not a pill that fixes all of this at the same time yet? I saw Equilibrium. It seemed like we were pretty close. Equilibrium. Yeah. I'm limitless. That's the one. Yeah, I was gonna say Equilibrium. Is that was the, the gunplay opposite. movie. Yeah, yeah that seems pretty dope too. Is there a pill that makes me really good at shooting guns? Uh, no, no. just dip. It's dip. It's not really a pill. No,
1: no. That's, uh... What makes you really good at gun sword fighting is when you're the only person in, in a world that doesn't feel feelings that can feel feelings. Mm. Okay. And then you just get mad nice with guns.
0: Oh. Because of feelings. Yeah. Because you can feel the guns. I guess. They're part
1: of you. My man had a sword fight with guns. It was, it was pretty tight. Mmm.
0: I'm just saying, just fix all my problems with a pill, or don't text me back, lady. What more could you ask for? I don't think they renewed their fucking uh, their ad <laughs> reads anyway, so I don't really care. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, did you have something to add? I did. <sighs> did. <sighs>
1: So are you uh, are you going to try, like, in-person therapy? No,
0: I'm done. That's it. One text message, that's it. Once this lady breaks up with me, I'm done. But what if she's,
1: like, actually sending you to a better therapist who can, like, handle your shit? Still via text
0: message. Will it also be a cute Asian chick? I, I'd assume not. I don't know if I can handle it if it's not a cute Asian chick, dude. Mm. Like, what, am I going to just talk to, like, some fucking Puerto Rican guy about my problems? You talk to me about your problems every week. I mean, I think a Puerto Rican guy would do a better job. Have you met Lewis? I mean, not him, but <laughs> a, a different Puerto Rican guy. Okay. Um, I'm just saying, like... Uh, just give me a pill. Just give me a series of pills to try... <laughs> I don't really want to talk to you. That took a lot of effort. It took years of me being like, I should try this. Before I was like, ah, shoot out this text message. It took years of you being like, I should try this. And then
1: one of them actively coming onto your show as a sponsor.
0: Literally had to use my own promo code (laughs) to uh, uh, finally be like, ah, why not? I mean, when everybody was doing new things during COVID, right? Like everybody was kind of like in their house. Before I decided to learn how to juggle, I was like, maybe I'll try therapy. And then my insurance didn't have any available therapists. Mm. Like, I was like, hey, let me see if I can. I learned how to draw. That was fun. Sure. I- I've gotten better at drawing. Uh, I've learned how to juggle. I got a okay at a Kendama. Um, I've almost beaten Super Mario Odyssey. Ooh. I, was like, I was like, oh, maybe a little therapy.
1: Okay.
0: You know? Can you? Uh, is it true that if you beat the whole? Oh, you haven't beaten it yet. You don't know. Mm. Well, if you beat all of Super Mario Odyssey, apparently it cures your depression and ADHD. Oh, for real? Yes. Uh, it, it apparently if you get enough power moons okay. to uh, fly to the dark side of the moon, okay. Um, Pink Floyd comes out, gives you acid. No, it gives you one pill to make you smaller. <laughs> <laughs> one pill to make you larger, and one pill to cure all of your problems, and make you good at gun sword fighting. Okay. Um, and then, how do you do? You to, like
1: mail in like nine ninety five plus shipping to Nintendo to actually get? Yeah. those pills? yeah. I have to physical? cut out. I
0: have to cut out the little thing from Nintendo Power and check. Yes. <laughs> Put a self addressed stamped envelope. Um, did you remember uh, like the Seven Up video game? Cool spot? Yeah. Yeah, there was a there was a series of uh various ad uh characters spokes at spokes cartoons that had video games. Cool spot. Uh then there was uh Chester Cheetah had a video game. Oh, I don't remember that. And Yo Noid. Oh, the Noid? The Noid from Domino's got his own video game? Had a video game called Yo Noid where there was an evil No so that Noid was the bad guy. In the commercials. He's the hero of Yo Noid, and then there's an evil Noid that's green. What was the the deal with the Noid was that
1: he wanted to get your pizza before Domino's could get it to you or something? Yes, and you'd be annoyed
0: that your pizza was late. Mm. I believe that was the premise.
1: Yeah, because the Noid would be like... Rrr.
0: Yeah. Avoid the Noid. Call Domino's. Okay. Because you're not this way you're not annoyed at your pizza being late. Mm. I think that was the premise. Okay. Eh, you know, something not a bad ad. Then they got a video game franchise out of it. And then uh, Burger King made three Xbox games at once. No. Yes. The, what? They, they sold them for $3.99 at Burger King. One was called... I only remember this. I remember two of the games. One was uh, a... a uh, they, they rode around on little motorbikes. It was like a Mario Kart ripoff. And then one was called Sneak King. And it was the Burger King guy... You do hide behind stuff. I don't know what the third one was.
1: Uh, this is actually kind of sick. So it's Big Oh, bumpin'. Big Bumpin' sounds fucking dope. Uh, bumper Cars game. Uh-huh. Right? Sneak King. This is Xbox. Oh, First it's... of all, can
0: we just all talk about how this is all how the Burger King is just a white trash pimp? <laughs> he's just a creep rape. He's just, uh, Sneak King is just the date rape fucking game. <laughs> then big bumping. Yo, he's key bumping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know, he's got one he's got the key to the city fucking coke bumps on that shit. Mm-hmm. Big bumping. And then of hey. course you get all coked up, you're going to want to ride around on motorbikes because you're a white trash king. But it's also like, it's also the mini
1: bikes. You know what I mean? The ones that go like. Yeah. 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 He was you hanging know? out with rappers. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, he was one of the guys who was chasing Apollo in, uh, or chasing oh, Creed's Creed. son. Oh in my God, that made me First so- Creed?
0: You've heard me rant about this, I'm sure. No. Oh my. I, so I watched um, Creed 2. Creed, the, I didn't see Creed 2. I watched Creed with Paperface for the first time. And I realized that the two of us can never watch a movie together. Why? Is for that? the first time. Because everybody liked Creed. And I we hated Creed. We sat in my house and shitted on every moment of the movie Fucking Creed. You and Me and Paperface. Okay. Um like the whole John scene. First of all, the fact that he's like a rich kid and it's Felicia Rashad, and I'm just like, oh my God, this is retarded. And then he's just like, he's a boxer, and then uh, he's fucking that Lisa Benet-looking bitch, right? And then they go eat cheesesteaks in Philly. Meanwhile, he could have always gotten a cheesesteak. He could have always, first of all, even if you're rich and a black kid, you still like, no slang. And then she was like, see, this is a John, and this is a cheesesteak John. I'm a white guy from New York City, and I knew the word John. You're an East Coast white guy. He oh so he grew up on the west coast and that's why he didn't know it, and then he had to go see uh uh, uh Rocky, now and Rocky, uh still had the stupid red and white tablecloths on his fucking restaurant tables and that bugged me. You didn't update your fucking tablecloths, Rock. Maybe that's why your restaurant's going out of business. You cancel riddle fucking dago. That's what I thought about Creed.
1: Okay. Uh, because you know he definitely got into the restaurant game. Like that's he got cancer
0: in his knuckles for punching all that raw meat. That's what it was. Okay, look. Rocky, the saturated fat permeated his knuckles Rocky from the slaughterhouse. Rocky was a boxer.
1: Um How do you get cancer boxing? He didn't I'm saying he didn't want to be a restaurateur. It's just one of the things you go into. You think Charles Oakley wanted fucking car washes? No. But here we are. Is what it is. I didn't know Charles Oakley
0: owned car washes. How do you not know Charles Oakley owned multiple car washes? No, it's pretty dope, though. They're turnkey businesses. That's what I'm saying. A restaurant is not a turnkey business. A car wash is just plug and play. They all look exactly the same. You just put one in a neighborhood that doesn't have one. You charge $2 less than the nearest one, and that's it. You're a car wash. Yep. A restaurant has a whole fucking bunch of moving parts. If you used to be a
1: championship anything, right? Uh-huh. Like World Club Wall, Clive Frazier has Clyde's in the city.
0: I don't think he paid for that, though. You ever go to Clyde's? First of all, fun as fuck. Is it really? It's honestly, there's like a, you just get drunk and there's like a half court in there. If you go on like a Wednesday when it's dead with like a couple of your buddies and he's always there having fun, like we'll do shots with you. Shows up in the suits. Dude, he's, yeah, he's wearing the suits. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty dope. You know what? Now I kind of know why Rocky had the restaurant. That's what I'm I'll saying. Honest, you turned me on Rocky having the restaurant. Right? You turned me on it. <laughs> Fine. Fine. <laughs> you turned me on it. Cause I went to Clyde's and I was like, yeah, this is pretty fun. <laughs> Claire, we're shooting, we're shooting around, we're taking some free throws. Wait, in between apps and the mains we just went to the basketball court. We're shooting around, playing horse. It's pretty fun. Got You're, pretty drunk. You get to play horse and
1: do shots with
0: with Dude, guys. there's a fucking half court in the restaurant that you can just go in if nobody's in there. Pretty dope. Yeah, just shoot around with your buddies. It's fucking great. It is. I'll, I'll be on. All right. So you, but it's not like you go into Rockies and there's a speed bag. You get up in between courses to make room. You get up after your antipost, and you go, oh, let me, oh, let me work up some hunger. I don't know. Maybe the
1: ring from Rocky Three. remember when he fought Apollo mm. in the basement? Maybe he put that in the basement of uh, Adrian's.
0: I'm just saying, it's like, he, it's like, you know how you pick your own lobster? He's like, you tenderize your own steak? Maybe. 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 All right, if that's the case, maybe Rocky's restaurant was fine. But then that scene, which got us onto this which was when uh, when he was training in the hood. He left the gym at, what was it, like 6 in the morning, and he's going for a run. And now, mind you, Mike, I know you train, uh, you train MMA, uh, and I feel like this is how you feel when you box, right? Like, he came out, and there was just some random – the Rough Riders happened to be there in Philly, and it was just two guys on ATVs. First of all, just dudes who own ATVs in the hood, I'm just going to throw this out there. Never up at six in the morning for a run. They might still be up. They don't give a fuck. And then they look at him and they go, you Creed, son? And he goes, yeah. And they go, that's what's up. And then they wheelie away. And then as he's jogging, on his jog, as his... His jog His fucking Rocky jog Because it's just the same fucking movie Except uh, he's rich instead of poor uh, And black Well that I mean yeah A rich black Like what, what uh, uh, Critical race theory has taught us In this country See because I'm A scholar Is that A rich black person Has more dis- as The same amount of disadvantages As a retarded Italian With no money <laughs> <laughs> It's just It's just the way privilege works Mike um, they both crash the same amount of Camaros. It's the, it just works the same. Um, so as he's running in his montage, they flank him to, first of all, that guy's now got a friend. He went, he went to get a friend to be like, yo, I saw Creed, son. He's jogging. What we should do is flank him side by side as if he's Goldberg in 1990s WCW, but super hood. Mm -hmm. And he's jogging in the ATVs, six in the morning, two guys in the hood where AT? I'm going to imagine ATV's not street legal in Philly. Why not? They're not street legal in New York. Only time you see them is when it snows or when there's 50 bikers and there's an ATV flanking them. That's the only time you ever see ATVs on the streets of New York. They are illegal to drive in the city. Uh, and when okay. it snows, the cops can't catch them. And when there's 50 other fucking site uh, bikers, can't fuck with them either. It's illegal to ride ATVs and dirt bikes on
1: city streets, but the police department has a no-chase policy because yes. the pursuit itself could cause an accident or endanger someone.
0: Okay. That's probably the case. In, I would imagine that's the case in Philly as well. Now... All I'm saying is, by the inherent nature of the illegality of this, there is no way two dudes with ATVs, like literally if Creed's son, the rich dude from the West Coast, came to the hood and was alone at six in the morning, the two dudes who were still awake, because not like they were just up versus a daisy commuting on their illegal fucking transportation, they would fucking rob him. And be like, yeah, Creed, son. Bitch-ass, rich-ass, bitch. You just started training. We know about you. Your boxing matches in fucking Mexico. They would stomp him out. They would take his shorts and be like, yo, we ebay and fucking Creed, son, shorts, son. That's what the fuck would happen in real life. Now, if he had left and it was two, like, people going to work or, like, kids. It was two kids that were, like, on their way to school. And they were like, are you Creed's son? and then they just jogged behind him, fine. But two dudes on ATVs, it's insane. That movie sucks. I'm back to having it suck again. You you turn me around on Rocky's Restaurant, which still kind of doesn't make sense, but I can see why maybe people will go there, because I went to Clyde's, and it was fun. I mean, all right, here's my thing.
1: Um, If they were up from the night before, I mean, what? No, people like having a sports star from their hometown. He's not a star yet. Yes, he is. had not had the fight yet. He had fought. He he
0: he. Yeah, the five fights in Mexico, and they were hyping uh, him up. No, he was already booked to fight for the world title. First of all, let's let, can we can we bust down that the fight that he was supposed to have in that right? That guy. Can you pull up a picture of the bad guy the the bad guy fighter from Creed from Creed one from Creed one? Because I didn't see Creed two. Hmm. Um. They made him Irish. I'm telling you, they cast that actor to play a Russian. They cast that guy. That guy was supposed to be Russian. And then Conor McGregor fucking blew up and they were like, can you do Irish? I would bet, like, I'll never know. We'll never know what coked up Hollywood executives do. I would be, if there was a way to prove it, I would be willing to bet my entire net worth that they cast that dude and they were like, yeah, you got like a Russian, put on a, he's wearing a fucking leather coat in the movie. They had already bought the wardrobe. Remember he's wearing like a leather duster, some Russian-y ass, tacky ass, fucking East Coast Russian fucking half a gangster bullshit. And then he's just talking Irish. I'm telling you. They fucking bought the entire wardrobe, and then Conor McGregor went on a tear before they started fucking filming, and they were like, can you do Irish? And he just was like, "Uh, all right, all right, right, I say all right. And that was it. That's the fucking movie. That is the story of how that character became Irish. I mean... because I don't think they thought there was going to be a second Creed, so I figured they would go, let's just go Russian first. You might... (sighs) You might have a case,
1: okay? They were filming throughout 2015 mm-hmm. uh, when he became when McGregor did become kind of a star. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does say though, principal photography began in Liverpool in the beginning of 2015.
0: In the beginning of 2015, yeah, that's when McGregor stars on the rise. Eh, yeah. was the fight right before that? Was it was his 2014 fight? Let's see,
1: McGregor's McGregor's 2014. Uh, was Diego Brandao, Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier! Okay. That was a big... Yeah, I mean, that was big. That's it, where he
0: started talking shit. That's where he started calling his shots.
1: Right. The Dennis Seaver fight was January of 2015. He was already a star at that point. Headlining fight nights. That was the last time he ever fought on free TV. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, that does make sense. It tracks. It does kind of track a little bit. Well,
0: pull up a picture of that guy again. All right, let's see here. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. He doesn't look like a Rory Conklin. Yeah, that Ricky, guy looks like Ricky Conlin. Ricky Conlin, whatever. That is a guy named Gleb Demivdev. <laughs> if I ever seen one. But then why would they move principal
1: filming to Liverpool? Like they, that
0: They They saw it coming, man. I'm telling you. mm I'm telling you, man.
1: mm uh he was he would no, 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 no. He's portrayed by Tony Bellew, who I believe is an actual British he wasn't Irish, he was British. Um yeah, he held the WBC Cruiserweight title. It's it's just more of that fucking of that Rocky, uh late Rocky um magic. Like remember when they made Antonio Tarver, the fucking Mason the Lion Dixon? Oh yeah. First of all, great name. Mason the line, Dixon?
0: First of all, let, let's 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 throw this out there. There is no way a black mother or father names their kid Mason Dixon. <laughs> it is kinda, it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, like there's no yeah, you know what like we were talking about the Nipsey Hustle, Nipsey Russell thing. Mm-hmm a couple weeks ago there's no like there is no fucking way two like two people like and it, like there are people with some goofy ass fucking names okay there is no way there's you know whatever one of the house kids named apple right yeah there's definitely like whatever what's the the, the statistic uh, south central LA there was a uh, 7000 unique spellings of the name unique what? Like 700, it was like 700, it was like something like that, and um, so I mean, there's goofy names out there, and people are goofy, but there is no way that a woman, let's assume the father was out of the picture, because there's no way I can imagine two people having a child together with the foresight to be raising a child, right, if the couple's together don't know what the Mason-Dixon line, especially two black people, Right? Uh, then to think that, okay, so let's remove the father. This woman has no one in her life, none. Somehow the words Mason Dixon have entered her head, and she's like, that'd make a good name, without any historical context. She doesn't have a mother, a grandmother, an aunt, an uncle, nothing. Right. Father, like, some... Uh, Somebody, like the nurse, didn't go. Miss, I don't. Do you know? I don't think this is a good. This is. It wasn't a good line. Like it wasn't. It's not like cross cross this line and we'll, we'll show you what's up. Like this doesn't make any sense. This is what I'm saying. Is like this is this is the same thinking. First of all, Sylvester Stallone's the only actor that became punch drunk playing a boxer. How the fuck? What happened?
1: Um. Well, he did talk about how he used because he actually wrote those movies, hit. right? He wrote yeah. those
0: movies. Yeah, he actually got hit. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking idiot! What an idiot! All right, moving on. I don't know how this we got here from teletherapy. Oh, but vaccine ahead of oh, what?
1: Shit! Hold on.
0: Now we can move on. Uh, we're we're going to touch on this very quickly. We talked about a bunch about it on High Society uh, last night. Um, which, if you're listening to this first, I apologize. But we will uh, talk about. We have to talk about Andrew Cuomo. Hell yeah, son. Um, we talked about you know whatever. Several more accusers. We've been talking. We've we've been outlining how much we both would like to stick our cocks into um, Manhattan Borough President candidate Lindsey Bowen. God, it would be nice. Who wouldn't? So now you sent me an article, Mike, um, about a lady he was at dinner with, very cute, who he just kept trying to make eat a sausage. It just can you pull up the pictures? I think I, I believe you have it in our chat. He um, just kept being like, "No, you, it was at the New York State Fair. It seemed to be in a dining hall in the New York State Fair." Um, and he just kept being like, apparently, he kept being like, you should eat the whole sausage. Come on, fit the sausage in your mouth. You could get the fucking sausage in your mouth. Ah, she's going to put the sausage in her mouth. That's what Cuomo is uh, a picture of him after he had finished his sausage. We eat the whole sandwich. He makes her promise on camera. I can eat the whole sandwich. <laughs> Um, first of all, I don't think this is, this is only creepy. First of all, he sat her, okay, him sitting her down next to her and then putting a, look at the sandwich in her hand. And he's just like, well, that's your, that's your. <laughs> you know, it says indistinct, but you know that's.
1: a <laughs> two-handed. Hey, oh. oh, hey.
0: I already took my fucking tie off. That means, you know, I've been doing shots at this wedding. I mean, fair, whatever uh, we're at.
1: Oh, dude, did you see his face when she did the two? She did the, the two, two hands. hands?
0: Yeah, he's, he's got that. He's got this smile like, oh, she's doing it. She's Aww. doing it. Here's the thing, though. Here's why I don't like her, though. She still took the selfie holding the sandwich. And now she's just like, well, it was like he was sexually harassing me in front of everyone. And they were just okay with it because they were used to it. It's like, lady, you moved across the table, sat next to him, put the sausage in your mouth, and then took a selfie. If I'm him, look, look, we shit on Cuomo a lot on this show. I've been shitting on Cuomo since he was the fucking hero of the whole fucking... Country, I hate the guy, but if I make a fucking lewd comment about sticking a sausage in your mouth, and you move closer and then stick a sausage in your mouth, I assume I could smash. That's just fucking polite society. (laughs) Like, like maybe it's a culture clash. I
1: like, bro. I God bless her. Check this out. Did you see the end of this story?
0: Bong. I was not, oh, she she, she changed her she changed her fucking tune. I don't think she was ever the one who was shitting no, on this. No, 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 there's some things, um, there's some quotes from her. First of all, I love this one, but I don't know if I should eat the whole sausage in front of you, but I'm definitely going to eat it.
1: So she was 100% flirting with him.
0: She's, first of all, she's got a cuckold fetish. Um, How so? Because she's going to eat the whole sausage, she'll eat some of it in front of him. Come on. Come on now. Okay. But here's, oh, okay. Somebody else did say this. I apologize. I Yeah. Read it's almost like he sexually harassed, oh, these were people after seeing the video. So she's like. His daughter looks so uncomfortable, ooh. It's like, yeah, because she's watching her dad about to fuck this reporter. Dude, I'll tell you this right now. First of all, this chick is pretty fucking smoked. She also, he's got a type because she's got the same kind of look that the other chick does. Sure. Right? Yeah. Not in that photo, but in the main photo where she's looking hot with the contacts in. But I'll tell you this. My dad and my grandfather my uh, on my mother's side, my grandfather on my mother's side, were, you know, five, six years apart. And they used to fucking just hit on broads in front of me together whenever they were hanging out. Okay. And that's an uncomfortable thing, even for me. Sure. Hilarious, because they were just getting loaded and fucking hitting on chicks like this is that you know obviously after my dad and my after my mom had thrown my dad out and it's like you know you start seeing the the pieces of things it's like oh like even my grandfather knew my mom was a lunatic because he'll hit on broads with my dad okay you know what I mean like but it's like that's oh I'd imagine Cuomo's daughter who's probably a little more sheltered than I have been in my life would obviously I would be I would be embarrassed watching these two mongrel elderly men you know what i mean they were elderly at the time Se- seven late 70s okay just like sweetie come here my dad you know what i mean like just like and it was like Im- it's embarrassing even for me in my 20s mm. you know what i mean it's not like they got together that often but then when they did my grandmother could always get my dad loaded Okay. You know what I mean? Like, my dad was never a guy... He would he would drink cognac all night and have a couple of beers. But, like, he would never get loaded. But he was hanging out with my fucking Irish-ass grandfather. He'd be like, ah, come on, Joe. We'll get fucking drunk. Let's go. You know what I mean? It was, it was pretty rare that they saw each other. But when they did, my grandfather could always get him drunk. It was an okay. interesting thing. Always embarrassing, though.
1: Because it would always turn into fucking... Look at this. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Which, is, which is, and I'll tell you this. I've said I don't know if I said this on the show, and I apologize if I'm repeating myself. My dad once tried to lie to me and say he was not with a woman after my after he broke up with my mom, and okay. I, I've told the story where I caught him with a hooker. Okay, uh, and he I, he didn't know I caught him because he was old as fuck, and I just walked in and saw a hooker in our fridge, and him making a bed, and I just got the fuck out of there. Um, but it's like, just, what, what are you going to lie for? You know? That's more embarrassing than you hitting on fucking old ladies, the young fucking waitresses with my fucking old-ass grandfather, you know? But yeah, I said we are going to talk about Cuomo, but we talked about this on High Society. This is what we talked about on High Society. We said, um, it's weird that there, he's being called on to resign because of these sexual harassment allegations, three of them, but not... As much for the old lady killing, you know, as much for the covering up of, uh, the deaths of, I mean, tens of thousands of people, right? Okay. Uh, and then you, right before the show started, sent me something where apparently they just blatantly lied. This is the new, right? Didn't you send me this 20 minutes before we started recording?
1: Yeah, sorry, I got distracted because I just read an article on uh, the NewYorkPost.com. Uh, is it new right now? Is it breaking news? Uh, yeah, I mean, just talking about how uh, Rudy Giuliani's daughter likes uh, threesomes.
0: No, well, Let's take a look. <laughs> let's, is this the daughter who was like, she went kind of, she tried to cash in. Rudy Giuliani had a daughter who tried to cash in on the Kellyanne Conway daughter going viral. I don't know. I mean, this chick's thirty two. I, I don't Yeah, think... I think no, but I think it's she's she pull up the picture. Um might be a different Giuliani daughter. Uh details why she loves threesomes. Let's read about this unicorn. <sighs> yeah, I mean that's that's
1: literally the thing. It's a Vanity Fair titled A Unicorn's Tale.
0: <laughs> okay, so let me throw this out there. She writes for Vanity Fair. She wrote a piece about how she would always argue with her father about politics for her whole life and if she was trying to cash in on the Kellyanne Conway thing. Um, three way sex with couples has made me a better person Um, click on that article and let's see if there's some bullet points that we can go through because I'd like to know how that by Carolyn Rose Giuliani first of all how mad now who do you think is more mad him or Lawrence Lawrence Fishburne with the porn star daughter definitely Lawrence oh because B Pumper turned her out in that music video and everybody saw that she had a splotchy butt she had a splotchy butt.
1: I don't. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Shit, her
0: butt looked like it had vitiligo.
1: I mean, that's less than great. Uh, I mean, just simply because. Uh, oh, there
0: doesn't seem to be. Yeah,
1: this just seems to be a meandering blog. Yeah, I mean, this is literally just her talking about like you know.
0: I want to live in a world where we talk about sex as comfortably as we talk about food or the weather. Because of my openness on the subject, virtual strangers have often felt comfortable confessing burdensome secrets about their sexuality. This is what happened. She goes, I'll suck your cock in a bathroom right now. And some guy went, I love my wife. I, I, like, he went in the bathroom. He was going to get his cock sucked. He was like, look, I, I love my wife. I honestly, I can't do this. I, I know I said, coming. you're not that cute. I thought the story of you being Giuliani's daughter made it better, and it's making it so much worse. I don't know. I mean, it seems like she's, it, it does seem like
1: she's openly looking for couples and being like, yeah, whatever. I'm fucking, I get to go be the hot one. Is what she's it not is. that hot. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If you're, if you're the
0: new girl,
1: you're right, always the hot one in a relationship, it's like
0: because you're hot to the chick and the dude, right? Like, cause it's like it's new for right. both. Okay, right. do chicks who fuck chicks, cause like women who fuck me- mostly men, mm-hmm. um, they get off more on a familiarity, particularly as they get older. Right, this is a known, this is a known quantifiable. Correct. I, I don't know. Maybe. Do you never speak to women, Mike? Yeah, I mean, about what? I mean, anything, like actual conversations. Eh. All right. Uh, <laughs> but is it known quantifiable that women will, you know, this is why women always go back after breaking up with a dude, and then they break up with the next dude, and they fuck the last dude? Okay. That's more of a female trait than a male trait. If you say so, I don't um, know. I, I, I tend to go back. Because that girl will let you. Sure. Because she's doing the same thing. Okay. That's all. Men just tend to go wherever their fucking legs are open. Sure. Um, but, but there's always like an excitement to a new. I don't know if that's necessarily the case with most women. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe one of the four women that listen to this show can write in to askthegoon at gmail.com and let us know if I'm quite wrong. Just that one
1: chick who's been flicking bean and not fucking her husband for the last year. <laughs>
0: Yeah, her or another one. I'm sure there's a couple of chicks who don't fuck their husbands who listen to this show.
1: A chick, Yumi, who?
0: She doesn't listen to the show. She wants me to send the episode where we uh, dissect your interaction with her. I didn't. I didn't realize this. We were at a we were at a party together on Saturday night. The same one where apparently I was making people uncomfortable, Mike. <laughs> Not her. No. She was fine with it. Yeah. You made her uncomfortable, Mike. Did I really? Not that night. She said that.
1: No. Okay. I tried to be as chill as I could do her. After I like I acknowledged her presence, I was like, "Hey, what's up? Sup, slut?" Didn't say that. You did. I heard you. No. Nope. You should send in the episode where I repeatedly argue about what a whore she
0: is, though. That'll definitely get uh, her on the right foot. She keeps asking me to send her a link, and I'm like, "Well, you could go find it." No, send it to her. No, thank you. All right. I mean, I, I- don't need to be sending twenty four year old girls. Links to you calling them a slut on my show. I would gladly send it to her, but she blocked me on Instagram.
1: <laughs> I, Mike, I know you have alt accounts. I know no, you have alt I accounts. have show accounts. That's all I have for my alt accounts.
0: Use a show account. I'm not
1: DMing some chick from another show's account. Create my create a show account for this show.
0: <sighs> all right, fine. Mike's like, I do the bare minimum amount of work for this <laughs> show, Chris. That was our deal. Buy me Thai food, give me some Adderall. I listen to your rant and I do the bare minimum work <laughs> for the show. That was our deal, Chris. Rawr.
1: It's me D- doing the bare minimum. Yeah, that's great.
0: <laughs> no, that was too loud of a roar for a bare minimum. Rawr. A bare min the bare minimum will be hibernating, and you go. <laughs> 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 that's the bare minimum. <laughs> that is because you're you're not exp- you're expending as little <laughs> energy as possible. <laughs> that- moving on. Now, Mike, you brought up. Um, we, well, we were talking a little bit about women and how maybe we don't quite get them all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw I, there's this trend. And it, it, what made me really verbalize, and I've been mulling this around in my head for a while um, women used to have, the, the trend was towards thin eyebrows. Maybe in the early 2000s late 90s like gwen stefani had very thin eyebrows okay right bitches like famous like that was like the thing if bitches were really manicuring their eyebrows they went very thin right now i was researching uh, uh i was reading a little bit not research i was reading about uh eyebrows as the expressiveness to your face adding to the expressiveness to your face right and it really um Subliminal verbal cues are really linked to the eyebrows, right? So I figure thin eyebrows, that makes sense why women are so bad at telling fucking stories, correct? Because of the thin eyebrows? Maybe that's what we're perceiving it that way, and it's like a weird placebo effect. But now, these bitches have thick eyebrows, right? It's gone full circle. That's the trend. Thick eyebrows. Hmm. No better at telling stories, ladies. So, I say, problem with the women. I thought maybe it was us. We're not being able to read their stupid faces with thin eyebrows. Now, I made you pull up some pictures of various eyebrow stylings, Mm -hmm. thin and thick. Now, I, I don't understand what made... I don't like the thick or the thin eyebrow. Just have a regular eyebrow, and if they're going a little nuts... like Women can just do what men do with their eyebrows, correct? Which is, if it's getting a little nuts, maybe you pluck a couple hairs. And I don't think anybody's going to notice. I'll take your word for it. I don't do anything with my eyebrows. Because you don't need to. Yeah. I grab a couple of little scraggles in the middle, here and there. Okay. If you've got a unibrow, you want to shave it, that's fine. Like I said, there's it's a storytelling apparatus on your face. Sure. It does help with things. That's why it always looks so weird when somebody doesn't have eyebrows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's something very strange when somebody has shaved off eyebrow, Or oh, those fucking old ladies who shave off their whole eyebrow and then draw on an eyebrow? You know what I'm talking about? It's always, like, an
1: old lady. Old lady? I used to know girls who would do that when they were, like, 15, 16. But this is what I'm saying. It's like, that
0: was, like, the 90s that like, people would have, like... It's like, what are you doing? Mm. You're drawing on your face now? Yeah. It's nonsense. But so, Paul... Paul so... This looks pretty good. Those aren't; those are pretty thin eyebrows, though. That's not what her eyes look like. She could have. If that girl had a thicker eyebrow, you still fucking her, Mike? Sure. What's the next chick? Who is that? Kate Moss? I don't know. I think it is. Okay. Now you think she plucked her eyebrows down? Or, so this is what happens: some chick just had thin eyebrows, or did this thing, or fucked something up. That's, I think, how a lot of this starts. She was plucking or shaving. or She got high at a time where you're not allowed to get high. And it was like a movie chick. And she shaved her fucking eyebrows off and was just like, oh, I better draw some eyebrows on. And just took a pencil, drew some fucking eyebrows on. And then some chicks were like, well, that chick's doing it. I'm going to do it too. Yeah. And then that's just how that went on. And that went on for 50 years. And now like there's some ludicrous. Let me see a thick eyebrow. Show me a ridiculous... That is ridiculous. She has made her eyebrows thicker than they are naturally. It's a little mannish. So is that like she's just penciling
1: in the thickness around?
0: I think, yeah. It's like, you know when you turn a pencil a little sideways and you shade? Okay. I don't really know how it works. That's That's ridiculous. (laughs) And I'll tell you this right now. Do either of these women look any better at telling stories? Uh... That woman looks like some stuff has happened to her. Yeah. And uh, if somebody could extract that information, they could probably tell a decent story. There is no way. That lady will sit and tell you for 25 minutes how she did brown-brown once. Mm. And I'm like, lady. She's definitely done brown-brown. Oh, she, yeah. she Yeah, she has. Th- this chick just has two fucking leaves on her head. <laughs> See, that's not too bad, because that looks like her natural eyebrow, and that's fine with me. If that's your natural eyebrow, I'm, I'm cool with it. Okay. You're not into it?
1: I just, I don't, I, I cannot tell you uh, how little I think about eyebrows. I've
0: never noticed them. I just thought about it because, like I said, a friend of mine posted a picture of her and her best friend on their on the girl's birthday 5 years earlier or like whatever 15 years. yeah it's ridic- this is rihanna with no eyebrows and the tiny pencil but i think she's trying to do she's trying to do like um like a puerto rican housewife in the 90s or something okay i think that's what she's trying to do there um but uh yeah so a friend of mine posted she was like yeah we look really cool with our super thin eyebrows in the 90s and i was like all right that's how little i think about it Now, I've been mulling it over since I saw that, but I literally went, oh, right, fucking broads used to have tiny eyebrows, and now they don't. It's fucking strange to me. Now they just have, some of them have regular eyebrows, and some of them are adding to their eyebrows. I don't think you should be adding to your eyebrow. That seems stupid. How,
1: I just don't understand how one adds to it. Like, are you gluing extra hair?
0: How the fuck do they, they, the same way they drew the fucking lines. Mm-hmm. Just with the flat side of the pencil. You shade it in. Jesus, Mike. Okay. You just you just hate ladies' eyebrows. You're not in this topic at all. I just, I mean, yeah, I don't, like, hmm. So
1: some of the thicker ones I was looking at, and I was like, hmm, that might, like, the unibrow
0: one. The unibrow is a lot. It's a lot. Definitely a turnoff. Look, anybody with a unibrow, Should shave the unibrow. Here's the thing about the unibrow. It makes you look stupid. That's it. Because you look less evolved with a unibrow. It's true. Like, men, women, men should shave a unibrow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everybody with a, first, and again, I don't even think it's necessarily just the way media portrays it. It's just the way your brain interprets the signals of the unibrow.
1: What is this, like, that they're less evolved?
0: Yeah. Okay. It's less expressive. Obviously, it's a single line. This is what I'm saying. Like, Bert. Nobody likes Bert from Bert and Ernie. Why? One eyebrow. Pull up any picture of Bert. He does not look fun to be around. He's the dick. I got no beef. Ernie is the whimsical one. No, Bert is an asshole. Bert is the abusive husband.
1: You're bugging, dude. Look at Bert. He's such a fucking jolly guy with his little striped shirt.
0: That's he's gaslighting you, Mike. No. He beats Ernie. No, he beats him. Pu- pu- just pull up the first page of Google images for Bert. See that second image? Do you see that you're now on the third image? Look at it. You found the one good picture of Bert. He no. was gaslighting you with that. No,
1: here they both are smiling. They're in a happy, loving relationship. You know what? I never noticed Ernie has no
0: eyebrows. That's fucking weird. They all went to his hairline. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, I look. See our, even that picture up there where it looks like he's trying to be happy. This one? Yeah.
1: Does look vaguely sinister.
0: He's trying to be happy, but he's just like, yeah, I'm holding your ducky, I could break its neck, I think can fuck a timer. Dude, that's just where the eyebrow happens to be in that scene. I'm just saying unibrow is always gonna set off some raw emotions in a Do you think they have a second uh like there's like a third
1: hand in the Burt Puppet that works the unibrow? Unibrow? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Could Or do they have to set it at the beginning of the scene?
0: You think it's a stop
1: motion unibrow? It definitely. I mean, look—you can see the unibrow goes in different places.
0: Maybe they just have several puppets. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. Hold definitely on. didn't think of that. Scroll up a little bit. Now the the picture on the right. Listen. Yeah, look at that. Look how happy Ernie looks. Yeah. And look how much Bert looks like he's going to beat him. No. Yeah. All right. He's like. He's like. Yeah, I'm smiling. But I hit this dude. <laughs> we all know I hit him cuz he's a scatterbrain asshole. <laughs> but I won't let him leave. This is vaguely inappropriate. It's all inappropriate. They're gay. <laughs> like they they were gay when it was illegal to be gay <laughs> in all the states. You know what I mean? Mm. All right. We can move on. Well, hold on. I got to get this. You know, just t- take one more look at Bert and Ernie. Um, I, I've i been thinking about, I sent you an article. This is going to get a little preachy and I apologize, but I sent you an article. I sent you a clip from Bill, real time with Bill Maher. He had Megan Kelly on. Um, And we don't have to watch the clip, but Bill Maher has been overwhelmingly a liberal voice since I was like 15 years old. Right. I've been watching Bill Maher on television. And he had Megyn Kelly on. And we've talked about some of this stuff, uh, but he had Megyn Kelly on to basically be like, all right, you pulled your kids out of private schools in New York Because of identity politics. And she goes on, you know, a vague rant about uh, eight year olds learning about white privilege and this and that. And it sounds a little nuts, except for it came out the same week. On the same week, uh, the Post came out with this thing um, where a New York public school asked kids to reflect on their whiteness, eight year olds. And it was a scale. Uh, that goes from white supremacist to white abolitionist. Uh, with and they talk about it in the clip from Bill Maher. And why is that the entire scale? Uh, it goes no. There's multiple things. There's white privilege, white savior, um, uh, white critical, white traitor. And it's kind of just like yeah, move towards the white traitor side. And it's like well, that's a weird. It's just a very weird way to put – be less – what's a white trader? I guess people who uh, – so a lot of the way this is framed in my understanding from what I've read, and I could be wrong. If somebody knows more about this and can correct me, feel free to ask the goon at gmail.com. Um, so whiteness is a sense of mind, a state of mind, and it is a learned perception – And so if you're a white traitor, it means you're against the systems that prop up white supremacy. But it all is semantic. And also, elementary school children should not be learning this. This is a nuanced conversation that should probably be broached. I would be fine with 16-year-olds. But here's the thing. You cannot then teach it as, this is correct. Why not? Because you can't teach shit like this as this is correct. Because here's the way people defend this. When you point out something like this to somebody who defends something like critical race theory, they go, it's a theory. And I go, all right, but they're teaching it to five-year-olds and they're going this. They're not saying, here's a theory. Here's what theory means. And here's the thing about theories. This could be nonsense. We're just saying stuff With flowery language because somebody had to write a paper to get a degree. Which is all this shit is. As far as I'm concerned. It's like... But my point is... Where are we at... Where... Megyn Kelly... Is being brought on... By Bill Maher of all people. And Bill Maher's going... Yeah, I agree. With you... Staunch Republican voice... Megyn Kelly... Maybe we should fucking ease up on this crazy shit to the point where uh, the French government a few weeks back was like, yeah, like some of that American identity politics is a little much. Ooh. Um, There was a New York Times article titled, and it's a nonsense art. Will American ideas tear France apart? Some of its leaders think so. And it goes up to like Macron even has some things where it's like – so apparently it's illegal to keep racial statistics in France because their ideal is that everybody is treated the same. Didn't they just have a, a, a
1: French person though who was running who was kind of like French Trump? I'm sure they
0: did. Uh, the world is dealing with populism. A lot of it is reaction to shit like this coming out of universities. And people are even saying is like a lot of these theories have started in all these different places around the world. It's just that metropol- in, this art- in this Times are always like the, the the actual words they're using is the most metropolitan universities happen to be in America right now. But it's like.
1: What does populist mean? I'm serious.
0: It's like, like Trump. It's kind of just like, hey, I know a lot of you think this. You're fucking right. Yeah, as opposed to this flowery fucking horseshit language. To break it down in the most layman, dummy terms ever, because that's what we're supposed to be doing here. Okay. Um, it's like the anti woke shit is populist. Not necessarily, but it's kind of just like I'm gonna feed you this because you're chomping at the bit for something. You so here you go. Everybody, you know what I mean? Like it's like, but it's like the, none of these words really mean. Anything? Fucking anything anymore? <laughs> no, I mean, whatever. You go back to Trump, right? People literally thought building a fucking multi-billion-dollar wall was cons- a conservative idea. That was not smart. Well, I'm just saying. It's like think about the word conservative, mm-hmm. and think about the idea of building a wall from one ocean to another ocean. Now, think about the dictionary definition. It's just n- words mean nothing. Well, to be fair, China's
1: got the biggest wall and they're pretty conservative.
0: And it's fair. <laughs> um but so this that what I'm what I'm kind of saying is like we're getting to the, I I think and we always like kind of talk about amongst ourselves about like is this all hitting Remember the South Park episode where there's like up uh, PCs back? Would that last like eight years last time? Yep, about three years in. We're gonna need another five years of this. It's been longer than eight years, but I think this is where it all starts. When this starts getting to the when, Bill Mars of the world, when just want to real quick, when did we get a break from PC? After the nineties. Yeah, I think so. I think we got a break from PC, or it wasn't as prevalent. Uh, Late nineties through two thousands.
1: I don't know, through dude. I, I remember there being a thing mm-hmm. where it was like it stopped being quote unquote PC and it started being like, yeah, we just don't call people faggots anymore. You know what I mean? Like that was a that was a. But thing it was never it was, that was acceptable to do when I was in the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I was like a it wasn't, sophomore no, in high school, hold on.
0: First of all, let's talk about this. Okay. It was not okay to call people faggots in sixth grade. Yeah, it was. 100%. Everybody in the locker room did it like it
1: was just Yeah, a everybody word. did it, but it wasn't was, acceptable. It wasn't like, okay. It was a word that we used that everybody kind of agreed like, yeah, this is what you call somebody who's being a faggot. Well, yeah. Right. And then by the time I was a sophomore in high school, it was like, yeah, we
0: don't really use that word anymore. Well, I mean, you went to high school a bunch of faggots. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just throwing this out there, Mike. Like, it's like. A lot of people never stop using the, like, it's like, all right, yeah, like, those just became the new curse words. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, kind of fine. What I'm kind of talking about is, like, I think this is kind of all pushed so far that everybody's going to go, all right. We're done. No more. You can't tell eight-year-olds to be white traders. <laughs> First of all... That's just a stockbroker. They're just white traders. That's what they are. That's that's the, it's a synonym. Um, it, you can We can't. We can't do that. We're we're now. It's it's over. And I mean, like, whatever. This has been building on the internet for. What's funny is, like, my friends who kind of like put some of this stuff out there, who are like the, the people who are for this stuff, know way less about it than somebody like me who hates it. You know what I mean? So now with somebody like Bill Maher, who like probably a year ago would have been like, like he was always like, Bill Maher's stance has always been, we need to avoid identity politics so we can win elections. And now his stance is shifted to, this is fucking lunacy. With bringing Megyn Kelly on to fucking shake hands and have a truce is where he landed. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think we're kind of at a fucking weird impasse, where it's like, like I said, like, I happen to know more about the fringe end of this, because I'm against it, than my friends who are like, kind of like, no, this is fine. Like, no, like, it's like, I always, whatever, I, I, have I made, I made a cigarette analogy on the show, where, um... We all kind of agree that fifteen dollars for a pack of cigarettes is ridiculous, even if you've never smoked cigarettes. Gotcha. And in New York City and major metropolitan cities around the country, um, cigarettes are fifteen dollars a pack. We all kind of agree with that. And I remember when c- the price of cigarettes was going up, but I was never a cigarette smoker, and I would go, "This is ridiculous. Why would this is crazy? This this is a tax that affects the poor. Does not make any sense?" And people would go, "Um." Well, I shouldn't be smoking, so I'm kind of glad they're raising the taxes. So people would go, well, I really shouldn't be saying, like you said, faggot. I I shouldn't. It is. And we all kind of knew that when we were doing it. It's a mean thing to do. It was just a way of expressing ourselves quickly. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, we all kind of knew it was the wrong thing to do. Any of these words. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we kind of know. So it's like, all right, well, let's move the needle. Let's move the needle. Let's move the needle. And it's like, then these people just kept moving the needle. Like, whatever. Coca-Cola came out this week. And um apparently they had Robin D'Angelo, who we've talked that, that bird lady. Mm-hmm. She's uh, uh the bird lady, she's so burberry burberry. Remember that song with uh Eve and Birdman from Cash Money? She's a Bird Lady. Okay. She's a Burberry bird, bird Lady. Um Robin D'Angelo. <laughs> she was at Coca Cola and she was like, just be less white. That's her thing. Just be less white. It was like that was Coca Cola's official stance. No, that was Robin DiAngelo saying that to Coca-Cola employees who filmed it on their cell phones and put it on the internet. And they're yep. like, this is happening at a large American <laughs> corporation. That they're just saying, be less white. Because what happens is they go, well, basically what being white is, is if you're white, uh, you hate all black people.
2: And, and, it's, just white, like, and it, it
0: right. it's just kind of like people are just going, all right, well, yeah, we're kind of done now. We're like, it's like getting out there where it's like, all right, um, so the media class is going to keep pushing this and they're going to keep making corporations talk about it. I literally just did a show before we recorded this with a girl, black girl who goes, you, you heard the term BIPOC, you know, it's a black indigenous POC, you know it and I know it because we work here. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we, like I said, nobody else sitting in that room knew that word except that girl saying it and me. Because we are so anti-political correctness that we know more about what they're shilling than the people who are okay with political correctness. She knew it because she was making fun of it. She was like, trust me, if you work corporate, you're going to know this fucking word. It's fucking... First of all, we're not indigenous. Because it's black, indigenous, people of color. Because this is this is what's funny about that, right? So they do this thing: B I P O C, Black Indigenous People of Color. Black people are not Indigenous.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they are not the same. Why are we putting them in a Venn diagram that's a circle? And it's just yeah, I mean- it's just white people going. Those are the people we fucked over the most. So let's give them more stuff. Hmm. But really, all you're doing is grouping two groups of people that don't know each other together. It's like when um, you ever dating a chick, and she takes you out with her friend who's dating a dude, and then at some point they're just like, "He also likes UFC." You know what I mean? It's so, like yeah, you got to be friends with this guy now. I gotta be friends with this guy I remember I was seeing this chick years ago and her fucking best friend was dating a guy and some fucking hipster and we go to some fucking house party in South Brooklyn he's like oh we're in Brooklyn where's the hipsters I was like it's you (laughs) I didn't go over well Um, but it's that kind of fucking we're doing that and this this girl was saying it It was like I was like yeah it's fucking hilarious like and it's it's just fucking. It's so funny that all these people are just like, yeah, well, we should be less. It's they're saying it's anti-racist, so we should be anti-racist. Yeah, I don't think. Here's the thing: is like, this is what they're calling it. The Nazis called it socialism. They were just killing the Jews, and I'm not saying that's what this is because it's not. That's not what this is. It's just some other shit, though, that is a little. It's not Nazi shit. It's just fucking nonsense. And we shouldn't be wasting our time with semantics.
1: You understand what I mean, Mike? Sorry, I just got in my head that song, breaking the law, breaking the law, but it was gassing the Jews, gassing the Jews. Why did that get me? I don't know, dude, because you said you said something about the killing Jews with Nazis, but then it was like the
0: the... Gassing the Jews, gassing the Jews. Gassing the Jews, gassing the Jews. Stop saying it on the show. (laughs) I was going to clip this for YouTube. Not happening now. I mean, I also said a bunch of other stuff that I probably should put on YouTube. That's the beauty of an audio medium, Mike. Let me tell you this right now. Nobody is going to go in. I mean, somebody might at some point. Especially now that you're saying this. Yeah, they're listening. This is why these shows are long, too. Uh, I'm gonna throw this out there for everybody who's sticking with me. <laughs> these shows are real long, and they, they have, they're very eyebrow heavy up front. <laughs> they're very they're very make fun of Creed a little, and then eyebrow heavy up front. <laughs> Let's talk about teletherapy, and then we'll get into some of this social theory somewhere over an hour in, because nobody's gonna sit here and. No, no, it, it,
1: there's a reason. Oh, you you sat through an hour seventeen before Harrington started with the guessing the Jews, yeah. guessing the Jews.
0: Uh, well, to be fair, you threw a couple of faggots out there way before that.
1: I mean, it was less than five minutes ago. It's true. Try it though; it's fun.
0: I just like look, look. Th- these words. No, no, not, like, not that one. I'm saying the, oh, the song. Uh, oh no, I'm not. I'm not going to do the guessing guess the, Jews. The, Jews.
1: Guess it's,
0: guess it's, the Jews. You're being ridiculous. Guess That's also got to be from something. It's just in your head. All right, maybe. Um, (laughs) That's gotta be from something fucking ridiculous. Mm. But, um, what the fuck was I talking about? The social theory. The social theory shit. It's what we talked about on the show a few weeks ago, where it's like um, everybody, like, everything is like people like wanna, like, even this New York Times article. So they have this line in it where they're like, well, it's probably shocking to most people reading this because we all know that American culture is on the uh, is on the decline what? around the world. It's like, no, like maybe New York Times readers think that, but like everybody kind of knows that we still kind of run shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like the New York Times wrote this op-ed about some people in France being like, oh, eh, we probably should not follow this, follow suit the way they're, doing this in america and they're like yeah you probably think this is on the decline like american society is on the decline internationally he's like no we we never thought that we thought a bunch of people really didn't like donald trump no i mean we We thought internationally that people did not like donald trump
1: we're on the decline in the sense that like it now matters more what china thinks of you in the box office than what america thinks of you in the box office sure but those movies are still getting made here okay but I mean there was a movie in, in China that came out that beat Avengers.
0: What's the name of the movie, Mike? Doesn't matter. It does matter. With we're, like, we're the third most populous country in the world, and neither of us know the name of the movie.
1: Okay. But it's still Do made... you think
0: somebody in France knows the name of the movie? You think two guys so that I assume that France is basically like the movie Us, and when you go over there, it's just uh reverse Frenchies doing a podcast. You don't remember like in us like like under this It would be other people doing a podcast, speaking in that weird backwards language. No, I didn't watch us. Oh, you didn't watch that. So I assume, like, if you if you if you flash pan the camera to France, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it would just be me and you, Mm -hmm. and we'd be talking. We would just. The only difference is instead of these hats, we'd be wearing berets, and and wine instead of beers, and wine instead, and then but it would be like that would be the sum total of the bizarro world, and they'd be speaking French, and I'd be like, but they still wouldn't know the Chinese movie. Okay, is all I'm saying. Can't argue with that. So this is all I'm. This is all I'm saying. Is like, <laughs> but I
1: do think it, it it matters in the sense that we are we are declining as much as like we matter.
0: Sure, but to my to my point, what I was trying to say is, uh, they they put this in this article and they're just like, well, we would think it was like, well, most people are like. We're not really declining in the world. Like people still pay attention to our elections. Like, like I said, like this is what my point was. Remember when we were talking about the yellow vest protests on the show? Mm-hmm. And people bring it up every fucking time. I bring up the stupid yellow vest protests. I get it. They're working class guys. They did the right thing, and they're wearing their things. And they, blah, blah, blah. they, they. Well, you see when the cops hit, shut up! You're wearing fucking high visibility res- vest to write. It's stupid and silly, and I like making fun of it. You French idiots. Um. But when I, like, we talk about that it's like, most people don't realize that that was a blue-collar sort of right-wing movement. Most people, if you bring up the, like, whatever, I have brought up the fucking ban on abortions in Ireland up until recently to people, and they're like, really? Like, people don't realize that. I was talking to somebody, I was on a, I went back on the History Homos podcast. Uh, one of those, one of the hosts of that show is a British gentleman, um, and... Uh, do you know college costs money in England? No. Most people don't know that in the United States because we're fucking stupid. I figured Oxford would cost money. No, college costs money in the UK. But the college period, huh? Yeah, and in a lot of countries in Europe, college costs money. And dorming is virtually in non-existent because in every country it costs money. People go, well, I'm not going to live in a dorm like a fucking weirdo. I'll just get an apartment. It's like virtually non-existent, except for super poor students with scholarships. Yeah, but we also have uh, we have more space here. There is. I did the math once in Brooklyn, and to buy a condo in Midwood, Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I talked about we, this on we've this had show. this conversation. We've had this conversation. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'd imagine in the rest of the country, where tuitions are higher and uh, apartment prices are lower. You could just rent an apartment. You could just buy an apartment and save... And By the end of it, you still have... You have equity in that apartment yeah, by the, the end p- of the four years. The problem is you then have
1: equity in an apartment in Madison, Wisconsin, where literally the entire... Equ- so value as opposed to the rent you threw away living in a dorm. I mean, there's... there's Dorms
0: are nonsense.
1: There's value in the sense that... <laughs> I, the, the problem with that is it would essentially create like a um,
0: I'm just saying in general, go to school near where you live. That's it. That's it. Go to school in a city. That's it. Like it's like we don't need dorming complexes. that's it's fucking nonsensical, Mike. Yeah but I mean, what are you gonna do in fucking Madison, Wisconsin? Study. You're there to study.
1: Mm.
0: Like, you don't need... Do- First of all, what we really should do is lower the fucking drinking age so that p- kids don't think they need dorms so they can get... L- that's because that's, that's why dorming culture ballooned. When we raised the drinking age, there was no dorming culture before we raised the drinking age to 21. Yeah. I there fear. was some animal house came out. Where were they mostly? In bars and some parties. Yeah, I mean they were in their frat house. They weren't in yeah. a yeah exactly. Like it, I'm just saying is like campus living is nonsensical, mm. and we should absolutely not be subsidizing it. No Western country does, even mm. Canada. I knew you were going to suggest Canada, but we do. We do.
1: I mean, just in the sense that we have state schools that have dorming.
0: Yeah, we abs- We do. What I'm saying no other Western country really subsidizes it for very poor students. Hmm. How did we get onto this? Uh, the fact that
1: our whole um, culture is going to hell in a handbasket, and France is like—I
0: don't think. Nah, go- you're lame, dog. Look, I don't think the whole culture is going to hell in a handbasket. What I'm saying by bringing this up is, I think we're starting to see more common sense things. We're eventually. So I've been saying, I've been saying this about so like.
1: Bill Maher got like kind of canceled this week, though, because he was talking about the end of cancel culture. Bill Maher gets kind of canceled every week. No, but like he came out and was like, we've gone too far with this whole cancel culture nonsense.
0: He says that a lot. Mm. And now the whole thing is like, nobody ever really gets canceled. Justine Sacco got canceled. People get canceled. Fucking. I don't know who Justine Sacco is. She was the uh, going to Africa, hope I don't get AIDS. Just kidding, I'm white lady. That lady's life is ruined. I don't know. You don't remember that? Oh, she like tweeted about that. Yes, she and had three hundred followers. By the end, she had ten thousand followers. By the end of her flight,
1: but then she landed and she
0: was fired. She was fired in Africa. Mm. Um, and they were like, "Yeah, we can't nah, pay for your return flight because um, you don't work here." <sighs> now, I don't think that actually happened, but uh, yes, she was fired by the time she landed. And there's there's other cases of this. There's like right-wing cancelings that are fucking gross, too. There was a girl who, like, me and you definitely don't know about. Uh, John Ronson wrote a book about it called So You've Been Publicly Shamed. It's an interesting book. There's this lady Mm -hmm. who took a picture of herself getting drunk at the Alamo or something like, some grave of, like, patriotic somethings in Texas. Okay. And she can't get a job anywhere in the South. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's like... People are like, oh, we googled your name, we saw this thing happen. Like in Europe, they're actually kind of doing some interesting stuff with that. This country is really bad with erasing histories. Like we don't have sealing uh, court record laws for adults, and we don't have. the like Europe has kind of passed some laws where you can get rid of negative Google results on your name, hmm. uh, like ten years later or five years later or something. You can Google like has to take your shit off the first, like, couple of pages of results if you're just like, yeah, it's been five fucking years since this happened. Like, enough time has passed where I can be... And we all need to kind of, like... This, like, nonsense of, like, tweets resurfacing or whatever 15 years fucking later. When this comes out in 20 years, Mike, when you're vice president, and they're like, well, he said faggot three times at the beginning of this bit that was an hour and 15 minutes into a podcast in 2020... I don't think he's qualified to be vice president. And you'd be, be like, like really? and you're going to be like, yo, what the fuck does vice president even do be? <laughs> why are you being, why are you being a poop about this? <laughs> yeah. Why are you being so good? And then just like, he just like, yeah, yeah. Like, every, that's what everybody's going to start doing is you're going to start saying the first letter. Everybody's just going to keep a soundboard open on their phone. And you're going to be like, you stupid. And you're just going to have to do it we I just have it. those preloaded and like everybody knows what you what you're saying. It's kind of like how like at some point it will flip, right? Like so like we were all very puritanical about classical curse words and now it's been so long even like our grandparents didn't quite know why they didn't like curse words other than damn or goddamn. Like you why, could wait, my, what? my grandmother was like somewhat anti profanity. As I'm sure yours was, sure. If you asked her why she didn't like the word "fuck," she couldn't tell you. I love how quiet that just got because you know I'm right, and that's
1: what all. Imagine having that conversation with a grandma. I asked my
0: grandmother that. Why? Because she is a fucking dummy. but you should know. You just don't, it doesn't. I should know my grandmother's a dummy? No. No, I should hold her to a higher fucking expectation as a human fucking being. I go, Grandma, what the fuck do you care? She goes, I'll tell you this right now. She used to say this. It was like a canned response. It was like I fucking hit a soundboard. I swear to fucking God. She'd go, obscenity is the part on the inferior mind to communicate. I was like, lady, you're a shanty Irish broad. Shut up. Shut your fucking you, mouth. Shut your trap and do your New York Times crossword puzzle that your doorman son steals from his fucking clients in the fucking building. All right? Mm-hmm. You're not an opera singer later. I, I would say just like that, Mike. I like it. Um, did we make a point in this bit? Uh, France. In this chunk France. France. It's all fading. Yeah. All right. Moving on. This is a vaguely similar topic. Okay. But it proves kind of my point that we're, as a society, starting to move past this nonsense before it ever really fully took hold. There was a, uh, uh, I think, a security guard. It was a a school security officer in Tampa who was fired for saying the N word. Oh, no. At work. You can't do that. Yes. Um, You're not allowed to say the N word, right? Now, especially if your name is Delvin White. Oh, His name is Delvin White Can you pull up a picture of him Mike? Do you want a picture or do you want Well we can watch the video but I would like to look at a picture Of Delvin White real quick
1: Oh man I can't believe Fucking Delvin White He was fired God Uh, what a fucking School
0: resource officer fired for using the n-word He was on his own body cam Using the n-word It was blatant It was disrespectful God And I can't believe that Delvin White would do that. Can we see his picture of this dastardly man? That's a black man, Mike. Yeah. Why would he? I thought they were allowed. I've been calling Cuomo a WAP for like a year (laughs) because I thought we were allowed to use our own words.
1: Well, Chris, I'm sorry to tell you this podcast. It's your body cam. (laughs) Fuck.
2: Fuck.
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh, no.
0: They really just canceled the black guy for saying the n word? They fired him. He No, yeah, he got dismissed. The PBA. How fucking hilarious is this? The PBA of Tampa, the Policeman's Benevolent Association of Tampa, is defending a black man. And they're saying he should have gotten suspended. But he should not have been fired. Is he a cop? He's a school resource officer. It's like a school safety officer here in New York. They work for the NYPD, but they're not cops. So they don't carry guns, but they work in schools, but they work with they have radios, they go right to the NYPD. Part of their money goes towards the NYPD. Like, their money the comes, their their budget comes, they're in the same, I think they're probably in a similar union, their budget, co- it's like how court officers aren't cops, but they're kind of cop. you know what I mean? Okay. Um, well, but I didn't know that, I thought court officers were cops. No, they're court, o- court officers, that's why they carry different guns. Okay. I believe court officers so, still carry 38 revolvers, and they upgraded the NYPD to nines. Okay. So the peep, but the the
1: just to be clear, that's the Tampa PBA is defending this guy.
0: Yeah. Well, so I'd Yeah. Again, I would imagine it's the same union. Okay. Um. So. Um. Yeah, he, he said the N word multiple times. Um. His defense was. Let me see here. Um. In he claimed he was using it as it is. Quote commonly used in today's society as a means of shared culture and experiences among the African-American community. And I am fine with that. I am all for this man not getting fired for this. Um, now, we can watch the video. Yeah. Let's take a look. I
1: haven't seen this yet. I'm excited.
0: Um, a Tampa police officer heard on his
2: body cam using the N-word while on duty. I'm gonna during a conversation and again during an arrest police say the language violates community trust and was enough to fire eight year vet devlin white who was a school resource officer at middleton but the tampa police benevolent association says the punishment
0: is too harsh we're not excusing pause, it pause in, it. in any way so they called him he called them like ghetto yeah. and then he used it one more time and there was just he used it a few times and it's just like he wasn't using it uh, as a means of shared culture and experiences among the African community. He was using it as just a colloquialism for dudes, which also, fine for a black dude to do. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, he was, like, it wasn't a thing of shared experience. It was a thing of, like, y'all motherfuckers or y'all dudes or you guys, like... Well, I mean, it was a
1: shared experience as in, I'm in the process of arresting you. This is a memory for both of us now.
0: (laughs) Yes. So, you know. Uh, Yeah, that's true. It is a a shared experience amongst two black men. Yeah. Um, Now, also. You're going through this the first time now, little. He's a school resource officer, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That was not a student in the video. Are you certain? I'm pretty sure. That it was just some dudes hanging around, because I read the article, and it's it was just some dudes hanging around the school. So he started fucking with them. And to be honest, the guy's kind of in the right if he's doing that. Now, I don't really kind of agree that anybody should be tackled to the ground by specifically not a real cop. <laughs> uh, or a cop, for that matter. But... If this guy county is one of the yeah, counties let's, let's watch a little bit percent and tonight, one of their
2: commissioners is just, asking for a pop up location. Just to show fix me the video, it. please. That ask is it, coming from. This
0: is a different video. Yeah, I don't know where it's playing from, dude. This is a horribly built you know, website all, that just starts randomly playing. This is, this is a, a side note. All local news sites, including, like, the New York Post and New York Daily News and, like, but any local affiliate television channel website has 17 videos playing at once. It makes no sense. And they're playing their own videos. I can't. And no one likes it. Who the fuck is designing this shit on the internet? Like, it's like, somebody is convincing every local affiliate radio and fucking news station and fucking television station in the country. And there's thousands of them. What you got to do is you got to play six fucking videos with no commercials on at all at the same fucking time with different fucking stories that don't have anything to fuck to do with each other. What you got to do, play them all at fucking once. People, you know what? People fucking love that. you are (laughs) going to fucking bookmark the fucking site. That's what they're going to do. They're going to fucking, they're going to be super excited to continue to find out about fucking WXPV fucking Tampa. What the fuck is always wrong with the... Like, what web developers are, like, first of all, how do you manage a television station? And I get it. It's broadcast television. It's archaic and fucking stupid, right? Like, you have a fucking antenna. And it's like, oh, yeah, this goes out to fucking 74 fucking homes that don't have fucking cable because those are the only ones in this fucking town that don't have fucking cable. Anybody else that doesn't have cable just watches Netflix, asshole. We go to your website for your dumb shit local news stories. Don't show me seven fucking videos because it makes me fucking hate you. I want to fucking burn down the entire fucking city of Tampa except for this one dude. I'll have a beer summit with him like Obama did with that fucking white cop and the guy from Harvard. Remember that? No. It was the guy the documentary filmmaker. There's a bunch of shit for PBS and then it was a white cop who stopped in front of his house. I don't know, man. Do you remember the story? No. I'll be honest. It seemed like that guy was kind of being a dick to the cop but at the same time I should have recognized that guy. Should have recognized what guy? The guy from Harvard. I recognized him. I was like, how do you not recognize that guy?
1: Obama Mm. Beer Summit. I'm just looking this up.
0: I think they got along
1: afterwards. I think he was just in a shit mood. Henry Louis Gates controversy? Yeah. I don't recognize this guy.
0: You don't recognize him?
1: I'm assuming this is the guy.
0: But Mike, if you were a cop, you would have thought it was the grandfather from The Cosby Show.
1: I'd never seen The Cosby Show. Hmm. This guy is, I'm assuming, the black guy? Yeah. From Harvard? He didn't look
0: like that in the incident. But I remember thinking... Is that Biden? I remember thinking that... Yes. It's Joey Business? He looks pretty old even in there. Joey Uh, Business and Obama are sitting down between a cop and the guy from Harvard? Yeah. Because basically what happened was uh, this cop stopped this guy going into his own house. I think I could be wrong. I don't remember the story. He might have been drunk, but it was his own house. It was kind of nonsense. It was a nonsense... It was a non-story if it wasn't a famous scholar. You understand what I mean? Because I don't even think he was arrested. I think it was just caught on camera. Hmm. Okay, so he was trying to
1: break into his own house is the problem.
0: That's what it was. Okay. Okay. Um, Which... He was charged with disorderly conduct. Okay. But I don't think he was... He wasn't brought into a station. I think he was, like, written a ticket in front of whatever it it went i remember it went viral at the time that has nothing to do with delvin white which is what we're talking about pull me up uh some more of that video i love the pba guy and then the lady who Ooh. says that he should be fired
1: this is my favorite part let me see cuz it's a white guy arguing yeah, yes. with a and black lady
0: arguing with the black about no. how the black guy shouldn't get fired <laughs> for saying the n word <laughs>
1: This is just God bless you, dude. Try to tiptoe through the fucking rain on this one.
0: And neither is he. We just want to make sure that um, he gets the. This guy might be some kind of Spanish. That matches um, what what actually happened.
1: PBA spokesman Danny Alvarez says he yeah, expected Alvarez. a mm-hmm. 30 to 60 day suspension, but. Not termination. We don't condone this. Wasn't word, thrown yet. to the ground.
2: Emphasize this. That word was still a dangerous struggle with its duality within the black community. It keeps reinventing itself in our music, in our everyday <laughs> conversation as a ca- casual hello. But um, the NAACP feels as though, um, you know, no one should be using that word.
0: I Pause it. With local... That lady just said. We understand that the meaning is different than we want it to be. But our feeling is, you still shouldn't use it. Like, I'm kind of perfectly fine with the idea. I'm not perfectly fine with it. But I am okay with the idea that black guys can say the N-word and white guys can't. Okay. I'm Like, we cannot go further than that where we're firing we sh- cuz we there was this weird period, right? This weird little period, right? Where like the fucks and the shits kind of like nobody really got mad at that anymore. Right? Right. And then it was like, oh, we're not we're not canceling people for words anymore. And then we were like probably should fill that cancel with words void. Let's uh let's churn out some of these words. We'll take context out of these other words. You know what I mean? Cuz those those words your shits, your fucks, your cunts. Those are kind of all exclamations of anger. Sure. So I think what people were more uh, legislating against is, um, not legislating against, but like uh, rallying against is you're vulgarly expressing your anger. Now, when you use these new canceled words... In anger, 100% you are a bad person. If you're saying the N word, any of these words, any slurs for any demographic in anger, you're fucking up a little. Even if it's your own demographic. No, no, no. no. I'm going to say that guy, I don't even think was saying it in anger. The cop? Yeah, if he you're was making angry, an arrest,
1: you're saying it in anger.
0: He was angry, but he was saying it as guys. If he's going hard R to demean the person because he's angry at them, that's not what he was doing. Okay, you know what I mean, right? That's what I'm saying. Moving on.
1: <sighs> do do we have? Hold on. Pause before we move on. 8 years on the job. You don't have this power? I just want to I want to I want to just one one thing I wanted to point out from the moment they brought it up in the story. Okay. 8 years on the job.
0: I think this is the first time he's ever said it. Absolutely not.
1: So what are we doing
0: here? That motherfucker says what's up little n-words to <laughs> all the fresh day. to all the freshmen in that school every day including the white ones. Garen damn teed. <laughs> that was an adult man. <laughs> yeah. That he I I think that was a grown up. I mean it maybe was. I'm wrong. It he was, lo- trespassing. He was trespassing. It right? was trespassing. That's what he got arrested for. Okay. So he was not a student. He was getting arrested for that. He was very protective of the students in his school. So that guy was doing his job saying to a trespasser in school grounds. It's a weird. Gray- First of all, this is not even a gray area. He should not have gotten in trouble. Hello.
1: Do you agree he should have gotten suspended?
0: No. If it was a white guy, suspension. <laughs> No, if it's a white guy, fire him. Not if it's not hard or. Depends. Mm. Does he say it to all the little kids in the school? And do they <laughs> like it or not like it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> saying it to all the little kids in the school, probably fire him.
1: <laughs> just that one guy while making an arrest. Yeah. Suspension?
0: Yeah, it was just that one guy one time. And then, but like also with his boys. <laughs> I think fine But he has to prove That he says it with his boys And at least like I'm gonna say 30% of them Are black guys And they're cool with it
1: And 100% of them Are cool with it
0: Yeah 100% of those guys Have to be cool <laughs> with it
1: What if only his white friends Are not cool
0: with him using it I think he should get a promotion <laughs> If his black friends if are all of his black with friends it. Are like yeah whatever That's our <laughs> Yeah Give that dude Give him two badges. (laughs) (sighs) We really pulled that all together at the end there. Solid. Um, All right. Before we go, we got to talk about... Well, Actually, we have two quick things to talk about, and then we'll go. Um, We have to talk about... uh, I was talking about the kind of the liberal fucking overcompensation for stuff. And it's a weird thing that comes up. People ask me about my political views, and they're just like, oh, like, why are you... People I grew up with are overwhelmingly liberal, like, socialist kind of people. And they're like, how do you have these feelings about blah, 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 blah? And I'm like, I just don't think government's good at allocating funds. And then San Francisco... think I any of the article? San Francisco... San Francisco has uh, six homeless encampments with, I think, 212 tents. costs $16 million a year to run it. They broke it down. It was uh, $5,000 per month per person that the camps serve, which is significantly more expensive than a studio apartment even in San Francisco. Hmm. Um, And this is why I don't, wholeheartedly believe in socialism. We have the most liberal city in the world, in the country, rather, San Francisco. And uh, uh, they couldn't figure... It took a news expose to be like, why are we spending... Because they would have just kept doing it until the news was just like, hey, uh, we did some research on this, and it turns out you guys are... Paying five grand to make people sleep in tents, you can just uh, get them an apartment somewhere. Who who is this five grand going to? Probably whatever fucking independent security company is running the fucking tent city. Just somewhere bogged down in administrative costs. There's I, I read two different articles about this uh, from the San Francisco Chronicle and um, um and uh, another another website. Um, it, and it's, they, they don't have the answers. They're just like, why does this, they just know the budgetary. And apparently, um, San Francisco has like a $300 million homelessness budget. What? Yeah. It's insane. So I have a buddy who lives in San Francisco and we kind of talk about this a little bit. You have 5000 a month for each homeless tent. So maybe two or three people. But live the for- tents are all socially distanced? They're all socially distanced because of COVID. Um, and again, just put these people in fucking here's, – so here's his thing, what he's been saying for a while. He went out there, and he's doing well. He bought his apartment. He's been out there for like 15 years. He's out there with his wife, but he's like he hates it because he he calls San Francisco a slave to their politics. And he's just like, no, you're not allowed to build up. So you have guys who are literally making $300,000 a year living in trundle beds because they're scared to miss out. On essentially the Silicon Valley Gold Rush, they're like, we'll never be able to make this much money again. What is a trundle bed? It, you know what a bunk bed is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a trundle, it's a three level bed, like Huey, Dewey, and Louie would sleep in. And they're
1: making three hundred grand a year, but they're sleeping in because
0: they want to be clear close to their offices. Okay. And it's not like it, there's, it's just what's available. It's not that it costs that much, but he's like. But they can't... I've talked to other people who are just like... Wait, they can't build it's so up... Ex- it's so expensive to live in San Francisco that uh, expensive restaurants don't have waiters sometimes. Like, places where you're spending like $50, 60 $70 on dinner. You have to like bust your own table like you're at McDonald's because no service industry can afford to live... In San Francisco. It's crazy. But
1: why can't they build upwards? I don't know. Because the fucking politics the is still
0: kind of held. The politics is still, yeah. The politics is still kind of held by these old school 1960s, 1970s, like hippies who were kind of just like embedded in that culture there. And they have houses and they're perpetuating, you know, they have a culture. It's like, it's like whatever. There's New York town. He's like, orthodox jews there's like old school there's old school new york hispanic people still here there's still old school italian people that like have political sway in new york it's just that new york is like super gentrified and everybody's like kind of like money money money. money like let's just, we're gonna build up they don't have a tech industry these people are like kind of beating to death like these people like had a stranglehold on san francisco and then tech moved in and then it became insane like new york has always had industry and always had like an evolution So it's like these, like, ethnic groups that have these holds are kind of just like, yeah, it's just the way in New York. San Francisco was never like that. So it's kind of, like, stuck in this weird thing. And now they have fucking these crazy homeless tents. I don't know much about this. I'm kind of talking out of my ass, Mike. I will throw that out there. But it's just a very funny thing. So I sent him this, and I just go, what the fuck, dude? And he's just like, it's So here in New York, a lot of the old-school motels that used to be around highways in, like, Brooklyn and Queens and shit are homeless shelters, which is, like, fine. And even more so with COVID, but even before that, it was kind of happening. These independent motels were kind of getting these homeless shelter contracts, which only people were in there was fucking hookers and fucking vagrants anyway. So it's kind of fine that they're just homeless shelters now. You know what I mean? It's better than putting people in tents. No?
1: I mean... Yeah, especially given, I'm reading this here in this article, that there is a hotel program it's during probably, COVID. It's
0: probably full.
1: Um, so what this is saying is the tents are cheaper than the hotel program. However, the hotel program is 100% federally bat- backed, and you will get a refund for it, whereas this is not. This isn't covered under FEMA. It's nothing. It's just this is something San Francisco's trying out, and they're paying for it out of their own pocket. Hmm. What I don't understand is why don't you just
0: build them dorms? Yeah, maybe we could teach them critical race theory and then they can uplift themselves. They can I mean, all be gender studies professors. I I just is it
1: because of covid because you don't want that many like you cuz you need the social distance or whatever but it's like you could just build a fucking
0: You can build you can use shipping containers. Yeah. Yeah. It dude Put it this I just way. feel like you could build dorms cheap. Forget build dorms. You can buy a tiny house built on Amazon for $15,000. Right. Like you can build a sh- you can buy a shipping container apartment, like you know, a full shipping container which is honestly a decent sized apartment. Like better than those boats I was talking about in Florida with the veterans last week. Okay. Uh significant for like than a houseboat yeah for sure Then 10 no these weren't houseboats they were <laughs> just boat boats they were boats they were small regular it'd be like your dad would be like hey my friend's got a boat you want to go fishing and you'd be like yeah and then you'd see the boat and you'd be like I don't really trust this fucking boat dad <laughs> like you're trying to you trying to kill me you know um but you can buy those and just yes, yeah, stack shipping containers like like Twelve. I'm sure the city could get a deal. That's the thing. Is like, how are they paying five thousand dollars a tent? It's crazy.
1: Well, because they're feeding them three times a day and providing twenty four seven security.
0: Must be gourmet meals, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Feed them three times. Five thousand dollars a month. I, I can't imagine there's much rent on the tent. <laughs> Uh
1: bathrooms maintenance, three meals per day, and twenty four. Oh, support so a potty at
0: McDonald's costs five thousand dollars a month, Mike. <laughs> I wonder how much it costs to keep people in county jail in San Francisco. It can't if it's five thousand dollars a month, that's kinda insane.
1: I'm looking it up right now. Someone in county jail in
0: San Francisco. Well, they live in lean-tos, so it's $20,000 a month. It's significantly better than a tent, you fucking idiot. Uh, annual is
1: Okay, annual in a prison mm-hmm. is 81,000. Okay. So, um, what does that come out to? 81,000 divided by 12. Seven. It's a little bit more than that, yeah. yeah.
0: They have guards, though.
1: Right. They need
0: guards? Well, I mean, they do have around-the-clock security. $80,000 a year to have somebody live in a prison Seems expensive also Could we just throw that out there? Well those are for profit Ooh, San Francisco pays
1: top dollar to house county jail inmates So let's see how much that is $173 a day or $63,000 annually
0: That so seems like a lot of money <laughs> Yeah that, like sixty-three. that's more than the average salary of the United States of America It's $250 more
1: than the homeless tents. Yeah, that seems nicer than the tents. Being in county jail, yeah, for sure. Just Walls, real walls. <laughs> no, you're not in the elements.
0: <laughs> to be fair, though, San Francisco,
1: right? It's nice there. It's cold, though, sometimes, right? Yeah, they're NorCal, so it gets cold in the winter. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I would rather in the middle of the winter would be in, hmm. Would you rather be in county jail or be in a homeless thing?
0: I'm just going to throw this out there. Is there not an O... You know O. Henry? The the author? No. The author that the candy bar is named after. Uh, I I believe there's an O. Henry story. Now, it's been some time since I read an O. Henry story. Uh, I believe he's an American uh, prose guy, Mm -hmm. whatever they're called. They're not called poets because it's prose. Um, And he wrote a story about a guy who would rather be in prison than outside in the winter. Is that correct? Or is that an episode of The Simpsons?
1: I I I googled it. Uh, I'm, all I'm seeing is he himself was jailed.
0: I feel like that is... Maybe he did that, and he uh, jailed himself. Maybe he's even from England. I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, central to the cop and the anthem. Oh, Henry's story of a homeless man's ill-fated attempts to here get arrested go. in order to avoid sleeping in the cold.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yep. So you're just like that guy. I knew I read a story like that. I'm not like the, that guy. He he also. Yeah. I never tried to get arrested. Yeah, that's true. You you did get arrested, by and then tried while to get, homeless. Yeah, while homeless. Yeah. For uh, you brought brass
1: knuckles onto a bus to an airplane, sir. It's not it's not hey, a bus. was
0: in an Airbus.
1: Maybe. <laughs> Might have been Southwest
0: Greyhound flight. <laughs> It was front. It was Spirit Airlines. I needs this. It's Spirit. I'm gonna get punched. But no, the real reason I had to bring up the San Francisco thing is because I sent that to my buddy and was like, "Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous." Because he just he's he's a guy who's like he. He's living in a thrundle. Well, no, you know, he's living with his wife. But the more, it's crazy, like... The he's ama- on a waiting list for the homeless. <laughs> the amount tent. of guys, the amount of guys I've grown up with who were always, like, very liberal, like, guys, like, you know, whatever. Like, I grew up in, like, Gowanus, which was, like, a little more fucking hooder, but it's still Park Slope, Brooklyn adjacent. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's still, like, very swanky neighborhood adjacent. Like, Brooklyn Heights is not far. You know what I mean? Like, as, like... Uh, So these guys all grew up with very liberal parents Like the squid and the whale You know that movie You know what it is You never saw it because I've seen it Oh, because you're a fucking puss Yeah, I'm a little gay Um, So the squid and the whale That's that's what these kids are like You know what I mean? Okay It's like uh, They're all just kind of like You know, I'm as They're doing the Bill Maher I'm as liberal as they come But uh, I agree with Megyn Kelly (laughs) But he so sees, so I send this to him just to be like, here, here's one of these things to, to commiserate with you on your fucking life there. And he goes, he goes, yeah, it's getting ridiculous here. And he sends me, this is from uh, last month, right before Valentine's Day. Uh, San Francisco's new advice for safe sex during the pandemic is a wild read. Um, COVID sp- COVID nineteen sp- uh, is spread when we breathe out, and is especially spread when a person coughs, sneezes, and even when they sing increased breathing like panting, groaning, moaning, or shouting increases what we exhale and also is believed to increase the risk of spreading COVID-19. They basically say this, keep your sex to under 15 minutes and rotate sex buddies every four weeks. Don't let a new sex buddy in. until It literally, all sex qualifies as close contact. It's within six feet and it probably goes on for longer than 15 minutes. But in general, the less time you spend with someone, the better. They literally said that in the outlines for sex during co- This is not a thing a person needs to write. If somebody's having sex, if you have the regular guidelines for COVID, and you go, hey, don't breathe on people, don't exchange fluids, um, don't be in close contact with strangers, the average, like, I don't, New York had one of these too. Like, guys, uh, we understand that sex is close contact. Why did you pay somebody to write a pamphlet about sex? They're literally telling people to mask up if they're fucking a stranger during COVID. No mention of condoms, Mike. No mention of doggy style either. I mean, I think that's the way to do it. Just only the safest way. Only fuck the very tall. How many above... How tall would you have to be, right? So you're not counting most of the legs, right? So you're talking about... How many seven-foot women or seven-and-a-half-foot women live in San Francisco so you could fuck them and be socially distant at the same time? Wait, wouldn't... I mean, how many over seven-foot-tall men? Because think about it. They're bent over, so you're taking some feet away. So you figure it's got to be an eight-foot-tall person. Well, no, so it's like a triangle, right, if you do a doggy style because they're
1: bent all the way over. Uh huh. Right, and the,
0: oh, so it's the yeah. Di- so it's act.
1: your height,
0: right? Oh. Like where your head is, and we're where... gonna have to do some trig- trigonometry. Oh, oh, all right. Let's draw it's geometry, isn't it? No, it's trigonometry because it's triangles. Okay. Right. I sure. Trigonometry is the s- science of triangles, right? Uh, ooh, yeah, No, trigonometry go. is gun sword fighting, like an <laughs> equilibrium. <laughs> no, that's boop anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. Tay Diggs was in that movie, right? Yes. Very good in that. Very good in Way of the Gun. He was one of the guys who was there was a movie I saw recently. Fighting. I saw Tenant recently. And I was mm, kind of like, I why? wish this was it's was very bad. I watched it on the plane. <laughs> uh Tenant very I'm convinced that Christopher Nolan just writes nonsense, nonsensical things that seem kind of cool because he can't write compelling characters. That's is Interstellar, that is Memento, that is Tenet.
1: I don't know, dude, Tom Hardy coming out with like, oh, you try a bigger gun, was kind of a good character. I'm just <laughs> That's saying. That's his one good character in Inception.
0: I'm just, yeah, okay, fine, but they were like, some of the the robot in Interstellar is good. You know what I mean? Like, it's like. And, and Michael Caine is Alfred. Batman doesn't count, because he just did Batman. Hmm. He just did somebody else's Batman, but he just movied it up.
1: Yeah, and Goyer wrote that Joker. So, uh, yeah, trigonometry is a branch of mathematics that studies the relationship between side lengths and angles of triangles. So
0: let's figure out.
1: Okay. We're going to figure do this a out. Trigonometry. We're
0: going to figure out. So we assume it's a scalene triangle. Okay. Right. So. <laughs> I guess we know none of the sizes of the sides. Well, well, we know one. Six feet is the long side of a scaling That's what we need. Yeah, we need it to be six feet. Now, I'm assuming... I mean, I suppose it could be an equilateral triangle, whereas, like, from your hip up is six feet, so it could be two, let's say, 12 feet people. Well, no, because then... Well, one's on their knees, so it could be one, let's say, one 10-foot person, (laughs) one 12-foot person, and then that would create six feet and six feet... Right? So it could I suppose it could be that cuz then that would be an equal the the third side would be equal. I just assumed it would be a scalene triangle because it would be a large it would be a large bottom end or woman and a shorter man. I don't know why that's how I pictured it in my head. Okay. I assumed it was on the onus of the fuck e to be taller to avoid covid because again, if you're the one being penetrated I mean, birth control is kind of on you. Okay, so we're talking
1: a six foot man. Mm-hmm. No, we'll say we'll say like six five.
0: Well, let's say well, we're what, trying to be safe here. Let's, right? let's do this. Let's do this. How tall would the penetrates e, whether it be man, woman, or other, have to be, with the what, Google average height of a man in the United States of America? Okay. I believe it's like five eight. So assume that man on a mattress on five their foot n- nine. Five nine. Um, so assume that man on their knees on a mattress, not standing, right? Why? Because doggy stuff. Uh, I guess they're standing, but the other person is. Wait. So this is the, just gay the... sex? No. Look, the person is at <clears throat> <laughs> the the other person. You're still cutting off. You're not fucking them from your toes. So you're not five nine. Oh, right? yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Okay, you're
0: saying from your so knees up. So assume... No, from your cock up. Okay. Assume from your cock up. Yeah,
1: so your torso up.
0: Cock up. <laughs> from your... From, from your cock to your forehead. From your head to your head, Mike. Um, From head to head. So assume that's... Right? Uh, 60% of 5'9"? 55%? Uh sure fifty five percent we'll say I'm just saying waist to height what's fifty five percent of five nine okay uh so
1: five foot nine inches is uh that's sixty nine inches nice
0: working oh. out it's all working out for us. <laughs> uh so we're looking for sixty nine inches so figure uh 50, we'll say fifty five percent of that we'll say this person has slightly shorter legs than the rest okay um 55 percent of 69 you can just put that into Google and it'll give you the answer
1: 37.95 37.95 right now so,
0: so we have one we have two sides of the triangle. six feet is the is the uh, top side of the triangle. Now we well looking, no that's the diagonal side. that's the diagonal. so that's the top right So it's like if you're going if you're up, you're the vertical right your okay. your penis to head is vertical okay right.
1: Sure,
0: we're figuring out trigonometry on the show. No, folks. we, we got to do the two not college graduates. We got to do the Pythagorean one, theorem. One of drunk, one who's drunk, <laughs> the other who's an incompetent stalwart producer.
1: Okay, so what's an? Oh, it's a woman's average height. No, no, we're just trying to figure out how how tall the person would have to be. How tall the woman? Also would have to crotch be. to head. Okay, so so all right, so what we got to do, right? Uh-huh. Pythagorean theorem. Mm-hmm.
0: Is okay. it Pythagorean? Uh, that's the theorem we need? Yes, Pythagorean I, theorem I have heard of the Pythagorean theorem Okay, so I really like that one Remember when that show that they made uh, The guys who made Aeon Flux Made the show about Alexander the Great Called Reign the Conqueror No Pythagoras is in that It's pretty bugged out oh, Okay so here we go So here's our value,
1: right? Okay. Our so C, B Our st- C is st- six feet Okay Right, that's what we need That's the cunt That's no. the depth of the cunt No, that's the that's the distance we need to be socially distanced and safe. Correct. Okay. Okay. So six feet. Okay. Okay. That's C. Okay. Okay. So we'll do it in inches because we got to do so six, twelve, eighteen. I don't know. Sorry, twelve, twenty-four, thirty-six. So seventy-two inches uh-huh. is six feet. Okay. Okay. So we know that this one is. Uh, what do we say? We did uh fifty five percent of sixty-nine inches. That's thirty eight inches, we'll say. All right, we'll say thirty-eight inches. Okay. So we'll go back to thirty seven point nine five
0: for, for yeah. anybody just you know listening and you don't know. Okay. So we
1: need her pussy to top of head uh-huh. to be sixty one inches and sixty one point sixteen inches. Which is uh divide that by twelve so we're going to need her upper torso to be
0: over five feet. So she's, this is a 10-foot-tall woman. <laughs>
1: no, not a
0: 10-foot-tall woman. Let's say 9-foot-tall woman. Yes. So how now Google how many 9-foot-tall women are in San Francisco. <laughs> I'm going to say none. I'm going to guess. But then again, it is Northern California, so there might be Bigfoots. Yeah, and don't forget. That's it's... not shank. It's uh no, I don't, I don't think. No, this is just a uh, this is just an article about tall women being confident in their tall. First there's of all, t- there's tall, confident women in San Francisco. We know that though. Yeah, I- I'm gonna throw this out there. I- and it's 2021. A woman can be whatever she says she is. So there could be some, you know, there could be some nine. Look, look, there could be some nine foot tall trans women in San Francisco. There, like I said, it's Northern California. There could be a s- Sasquatch. And you know something? That's the missing link. That's close enough to a person for me. I'll be honest. In this day and age where we can all be whatever we want, we talked about all these people transracial last week, Mike. I don't want to judge. And to be honest, if I was going to fuck an animal, if I was going to fuck something that wasn't a human, Mm -hmm. and the option was pick an animal or this Sasquatch, and they're not gonna kill you, assuming they're not gonna kill you, right? Uh I think I'd go Sasquatch for the story. Yeah, I
1: mean, especially in these times. You gotta be socially distanced. <laughs> well, yeah, they well luckily you are being be so, responsible. Yeah, I'm
0: yeah, I'm being responsible, but also pretty good story.
1: I'll tell you right now, that segues pretty nicely.
0: Moving on. So, uh some photos came out from Space Jam, the new Space Jam. Is it Now, is it a remake or is it a sequel? I
1: think it's a sequel.
0: Okay, so LeBron James uh, is, is going to be in Space Jam 2. Now, I suppose the Monstars are back.
1: It's very likely.
0: Um, I think this movie's going to be trash. mm mm-hmm. um, But this screen, as of this recording today, the shots of Lola Bunny now, as long as we're talking, we were talking about interspecies sex a moment ago. Lola Bunny and I said I said this on um, <clears throat> Dylan's show the other day. Chitara from the Thundercats popped me some boners as a child. Mm. That was much younger. I'd say I, I always said my first boner probably Jessica Rabbit. Second boner Chitara from the Thundercats. I don't see it. Um, here's what it really is. I was probably just a weird horny kid. I'll tell you this, right? No, that's the modern cartoon, the (laughs) 80s version of Chitara, When cartoons were allowed, we'll get into this. You see, what you did was you fucked up the reveal there, Mike. How? Well, show the picture of Lola Bunny. Do I have to? Yes. Now, to the left is the 90s Lola Bunny, the one that gave us all strange, uncomfortable hard-ons. Mm-hmm and to the right is her sister who never left the trailer park, (laughs) right? Like, to the left is uh, uh, the sister who uh, left the trailer park, went on to college, was hot, because she was hot, did a little better in school, probably smarter because people gave her more of a chance, so she learned more, developed her brain better because she was hot in high school. I'm going to throw this out there i i make it a whole backstory for these two rabbits. I mean, one does look smarter than the other. Here's the thing, right? The hotter one, the hotter rabbit looks smarter than the less hot rabbit. I mean, they both have buck teeth. One is way more noticeable. Probably because of her intelligence is all I'm saying. Also, one of them, now they're supposed to be anthropomorphic, right? Anthropomorphic means you'd look like a human. Mm-hmm. Only one of these female rabbits have titties. And it's the smarter one. <laughs> now, the smarter one, uh, the one from the '90s, the one on the left, who got out of the trail park. Uh, like I said, it, it, I don't understand why we have both of these things. Pull back up. Pull back up, Mike. I, I, I want. I want. I want my inspiration for this to be right on the screen. So now, the one on the right is that's the Lola Bunny. Now, so the whole point of Lola Bunny in the first one was she showed up. And was super hot. So they gave her a chance. But then she was nice at ball. No one's given Ugo Bunny, who's she's wearing a compression sleeve, Mike. She showed up to play in a compression sleeve. It's pretty hand jobby, dude. I'm just I'm just saying, she's hurt already. You're trying to play with LeBron. Okay. Point counterpoint. You play one game. Is, is she just supposed to be the older? She's the older version of this one. I would assume. Had a couple kids. Mm-hmm. Probably had a double mastectomy. Clearly had a double mastectomy. I, she's not aging well. Is what I'm saying. I'm saying she trapped bugs and then just never worked a day in her life. Is what she looks like. Isn't that what it seems? I mean, he was a big star in that movie. She trapped him. Maybe she got knocked up by Michael. I don't know. I mean, Michael definitely hit. He certainly smashed. I mean, we know how competitive he was with his teammates. I mean, whatever. We've all Charles Barkley said the story where he used to rig the M and M races to rip off Scottie Pippen. (laughs) Have you never heard that? No. Apparently, Michael Jordan used to uh, uh, fix. They would have M and M races at halftime, (laughs) and Michael Jordan used to go to the M and M's and be like, "Who's going to win tonight? What color?" And he would pay them ten grand. And then you bet Scotty Pippen $50,000 <laughs> on the MMs race. <laughs> and Scotty Pippen had the worst contract on the team. Mm-hmm. God, what a scumbag. I mean, you've also... First of all, Charles Barkley is my favorite athlete of all time because of how <laughs> much he aired out Michael Jordan. He was just like, he's like, yeah, Michael's just like, yeah, it's an honor to wait on me. I don't need to tip these motherfuckers. <laughs> so he definitely smashed his teammates. He's a cartoon teammate. He's like... First of all, this is a novelty. (laughs) When am I ever going to get a fucking cartoon bitch again? I'm out here in space with the monsters and shit. I'm all out of my special stuff. Bitch, I got the special stuff. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Michael Jordan definitely Oh, my
1: wife's going to get mad that I cheated on her with a cartoon.
0: Babe! Babe. Come on. It's not going to come up again. It's not like you're going on vacation to Toontown. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not going to come up. I'm just saying, I don't understand. So all of the old school cartoons, I was watching these cartoons with Dylan the other day, and we watched uh, a little bit of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, and there was a hot chick who's supposed to be a tomato in it. She was... Uh, they made a hot chick out of a tomato with a genetic ray. God bless. All I'm saying is... uh, w- Why can't cartoon girls be hot anymore
1: Mike because they need to be uh, valued for you know stuff other than being hot
0: yeah well, well, you can always have your Velmas but you need your Daphne's too you get what I mean sure Velma was smart probably took it in the shitter but you need your Daphne's right because Fred's trying to bank Daphne and then fucking Scooby and Shaggy are fucking Double teaming fucking Velma in the van. <laughs> you think you think Velma let Scooby hit? Hell yes. <laughs> Jinkies.
1: <laughs> Hell yes, Mike. Hell yes. Do you think do you think she was like putting Scooby snacks in and around her puss to get Scooby? Oh, to get
0: a lapped up. And then yeah. he just I think, yeah, I think she did that and Scooby was like and just hit he just fucking penetrated he, fucking... he brushed those Scooby snacks aside for later He goes <laughs> rrr, <laughs> rrr, <laughs> rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> You see him elbowing
1: Shaggy Like this, bitch a freak.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah He's Scooby's smashing And he's nudging Shaggy with his head Just go put your t- cock in the mouth
1: Just go ahead just Go ahead <laughs> <laughs> Zoinks <laughs> Yeah you a Whore
2: <laughs> go 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 go! comes on her face. Uh, all right, well that's the show.
0: That is episode thirty-one. Those vagoon. I think this this counts as therapy, right? For sure. Yeah, I mean that therapist is gonna break up with me in the morning. Uh, look, man, uh, these Adderall are your copay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, follow uh, Mike V M Harrington on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at Chris from B-K-L-Y-N on Twitter and Instagram. Leave us a review on iTunes. You know, just hit... You want to leave us four stars and say uh, this is for... I would still smash Lola Bunny. She's still looking at Four stars. You're lying. Yeah, I mean, you're lying, but whatever. Just leave us the review. Do 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 what you do. Bruh. Tell your friends about the show. I'm sure they'll like it. Um... I think you know what we need to do, Mike. Next week we got to find get DMX Pet Detective. We will get him on the case to find uh, Lola Bunny's missing titties. Maybe that'll be next week. Uh, what if this is an imposter? I'm holding out hope. You're whole you the. I think I to me it's the sisters thing. Could be she's the trash bag sister who never left. Who never left home?
1: It's gonna come out in the final game, like when they're losing. Yeah, and then the hot the chick's little gonna
0: come out. Just start dunking on motherfuckers. Put she's gonna dunk and just like as she's just soaring over the monsters, her titty's gonna go right like just brush them in the eyeball. <sighs> and they're gonna and they're gonna get boners and not and be feel all awkward. And then she could just come in and dunk again. That's
1: how dope would that be, dude? Yeah, it'd be pretty dope. God, I want a hot little bunny back.
0: Good night, folks. Let's show
2: me-